Hey, Spencer, have you heard of Lisa Lampanelli? Oh, you're talking about the queen of mean, right? Yeah, but she's also become the queen of lean. Did you know that? She has a, a play called Stuffed, where she delivers brash, skinny insight from the fridge to your ears. No, oh, yeah, not, no. I don't think that's what happens in the play. <laughs> I've actually heard reviews for the New York Times that have said uh, Stuffed offers laughs, genuine pain, and even a bit of insight. So, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Why? Is that relevant to anything? Well, well, you know, yeah, Lisa Lampanelli, she's got a lot of street cred, and she's also got a new Feral Audio uh, podcast um, where she and her co-host, Mike Morse, uh, talk about health, food, body image, everything else to help you be the best you you can be. That's a that's a, that's a a real hairpin turn for the queen of mean. She's, she's stopped stomping on uh, political sensitivities uh, long enough to help you self-actualize and get, engage in some self-care. So what? She dishes out some tough love as she takes your questions about being fat? Fat, being skinny, being anything but right, and helps you grab a little self-acceptance. I mean, is that what we're talking about? Yeah, but there's other stuff too. Like if you if you want to get yelled at by uh, Lisa, you can email get stuffed at feralaudio.com, uh, and maybe she'll uh, she'll make you feel like a piece of shit on the, on the podcast, <laughs> or, or or maybe she'll make you feel better. I, you you don't know with Lisa Lampanelli, she's the queen. Of mean and lean, um, <laughs> give their give her hotline a ring three four seven four six four two six five four, and you might end up in the show that way too. But in either case, it's worth a listen. It's free. Like uh, I think it's very interesting that she that she's 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 like had some transformative n- nutritional experience that she and now is is, is doing insights because you know what's interesting about the idea of Lisa Lampanelli talking about body image and stuff is that we already know that she doesn't give a shit about what your feelings so and and what we probably need to do more of when we're talking about um, health issues and stuff is actually have some frank conversations we're a very fat country very diabetic country very diluted uh, v- vain. Um, uh, self-loathing, uh, shallow country. Like, like, what, what, what do we need to do to actually be healthy? I, I, I would trust uh, uh, the queen of mean turned queen of lean to, to, to tell me that. Yeah. So make sure you subscribe to uh, get stuffed. Get stuffed. Kick the craving. Subscribe to get stuffed on iTunes, Stitcher, FeralAudio.com/slash get stuffed, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Last Rampage. The new true crime film starring Robert Patrick, Heather Graham, and Bruce Davison. And we had the pleasure of speaking to someone involved with the movie. So, uh, my name is Alvaro Rodriguez. I'm the screenwriter for The Last Rampage. As a writer, to me, I'm less interested in genre and more interested in character. And, you know, I've written in a lot of different genres, you know, um kind of horror genre thriller or action movie or kids movie or you know different kinds of things and it was always more I was always more interested in character and hadn't really quite done something like this before but was just uh, really drawn to this idea of um, of a guy like Gary Tyson who you know had been in and out of institutions from the time he was you know a kid um, and uh, and having sort of raised three sons from behind bars uh, and how these three sons kind of grew up in the Church of Gary and thinking that their father had been, you know, unjustly accused and unjustly convicted and all of this stuff that they were getting fed uh, from their mom, Dorothy, who's played in the film by Heather Graham. 
So to me, it was just, I was interested in telling that kind of a story, telling a family story. You know, to me, the most interesting stories are family in some, centered in some way. You know, they're elemental stories. They're stories that um, go back to, you know, to the most intimate and elemental parts of ourselves. So the idea of fathers and sons, you know, there's a line in the script about, in the movie about that, um, you know, where Gary tells his oldest son, you know, Donnie, there's only one law you got to worry about, you know, and that's a law of fathers over sons. And the only way you're going to, you know, get past that is, you know, by this, you know, by dying, basically. But kind of threatens him a little bit. But um, so that was really, you know, the touchstone for me, uh, trying to figure out how to tell that story. Don't miss Last Rampage, the true story of the prison break of Gary Tyson. In theaters and available on iTunes and all on-demand platforms today. For more information, visit truecrimelive.com or follow the movie on Twitter at Last Rampage Film or on facebook.com slash Last Rampage Film. delightful bunch you are. Thank you. I'm very flattered by your uh, attendance numbers, very flattered by your enthusiasm. Let's see what we can do to just punish it, right? <laughs> Certainly, I don't have an act, but you guys are fans of the podcast, so you know that. So if we do nothing but uh, get drunk and ramble for two hours, that's a little, little slice of Los Angeles for our friends in San Francisco. Uh, so, so you guys are obviously, there's a lot of people from San Francisco here, but there's always a, a tremendous amount of you that are from... Uh, from, from, from the Outlands who have p- pilgrimaged here to see all kinds of stuff. How, how, how many people in the latter group? How many non-San Franciscites? <laughs> Just curious about that. Feels like roughly f- 40%? Yeah. Or more 50, I don't know. I think this is our third time doing a San Francisco uh, sketch fest. And, uh, but our first time here in this room, and it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, it seems like a lovely room. I don't know. It's a little intimidating. It feels kind of like a cattle auction. Uh, See, I, I'm not that intimidated because the only times oh, I've ever been off, here... Is, no, no. I'm telling you why. is because I've only ever been out in the audience watching the highest Doug Benson you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> well, yeah. And, I mean, and he's hilarious, but the stakes are low because he's so mellow. It's like, you yeah. know, like you, 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 can just, you can just kind of be delightful out here. And, you know. No, no, I'm, sure, I'm, I'm not going to ruin it by second-guessing it. I just want to, you know, there, it's, it's interesting the dynamic uh, that shifts between different rooms. You, we sit in the back of a comic book store in Los Angeles and kind of like it's a different, different acoustics and different things and... You know, uh, Doug Benson, as high as he is, always has an act to fall back on or a joint in his pocket or something. I, all I've got is my Evernote notepad. 
I, uh, I wanted to make an announcement that I, I've been having a very successful experiment since I, I stepped foot into San Francisco. I, uh, it's, it's, it's a two-fold thing, and I don't know how to describe it because it seems kind of contradictory. One thing is called owning it. I'm owning it. What? It. I'm owning it. Capital like I'm owning I... everything. Like, like I'm, not, I, 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 I'm not apologizing for anything anymore. I'm own, like, for instance, the fact that I'm fat. I'm owning it. You can't tell I'm fat because I'm owning it. <laughs> like, I, it seems like I sh- I'm supposed to be fat. Like Santa Claus owns it. Yeah. You know, like people, he's fa- Santa Claus is technically fat, but no one ever, you know, you, that one guy, that one dick describes him as fat in his that first poem about Santa Claus. But from then on, we're just like, he's, he's awesome. Yeah. I mean, he owns it. Your, your sweater has a, a suspicion about it. It's got some secrets. <laughs> it's, it's, I chose a color that absorbs light rather than reflects it, hoping that somehow the, the enterprise of your eyeballs would slingshot around the sun of my stomach and go back in time to when I was 25. Didn't you, didn't you uh, make a, uh, a decision to go on a diet since you got engaged that you would become slim and lithe and sexy for your, for your wedding? I, uh, yeah, y- well... You have to you have to back into a number. I I I, I made it. I, I'm going to be thin by my wedding. So you just keep pushing the the date. I I, I so like, like then every day becomes you know like I had two quarter pounders yesterday that I didn't tell Aaron about. Like I, it's fucked up. It's fucked up. She doesn't know. How many? I haven't how many? To her about how it. many did you have that you did tell her about? I've had like 90 that I told her about and 160 that I haven't. And I've discussed this before. Aaron and I, my betrothed uh, Aaron McGathy, it's like, it's, it's, a, it's a dream relationship. We, 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 have, we share, the interests that we share are going to kill us. The interests that we share are, you know, we, 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 are, we are passionate about our pursuit of a sedentary lifestyle. We, we, we just think that people should be sedentary. We love it. We love watching movies that we don't even enjoy. We got, I got one of those special pillows. Um, uh, that's the first thing I did when I started. When Aaron moved in, I got one of those. They call them boyfriend pillows. That's the technical name for them. They're, they're those pillows that are shaped like a little easy chair. Do you know what I mean? I don't know what I'm expecting. Like, you're all going to nod. <laughs> 200 people are going to nod their head. Wait, wait, so these are for in beds? You can sit up? Yeah, you know those pillows that they have, like, you know, when you sit up in bed... No, we don't know, Dan. Explain it to us. Oh, because you all are rock climbing. Fuck off. (laughs) You all know. You all... uh, When you you sit up in bed, the headboard hurts, you know? It's it's like... And you you put some pillows behind your back, and those pillows shift around, and all that stuff. And these these things are called boyfriend pillows, and they have these little little nubs that come around, and it's just enough to, like, kind of anchor you. And it's just... It just cements you like a little barnacle against the headboard, and... Are you quitting? (laughs) Are you that outraged about my... Yes, Dan. My physical fitness? Is the pillow supposed to be your boyfriend? Why is it a boyfriend pillow? Boyfriend for whom? I think it's... Well, my theory is that the reason it's called a boyfriend pillow... And by the way, there's other things... The nomenclature is confusing because women have... I don't know know if I should refer to them as a gender like wi- I, don't, I don't know if a guy invented this or a woman or, or if the, and I, I know the gender didn't invent them so I shouldn't say women have but for, for women they have those like kind of those s- simulated boyfriend pillows they're like body pillows for yeah, yeah, snuggling right, right. 
Um, and, uh, and God knows men have all kinds of things uh, that have nothing to do with sleeping that are simulations. But, but the, bo- the, the thing that's technically called a boyfriend pillow, I believe the reason it's called a boyfriend pillow, I would imagine, is because this is not a romantic thing. This is a, this is a relationship thing. This is a, a guy's over at your house, but... He doesn't, you know, he might not fuck you. You might just watch, like, Ironside or something. <laughs> so it's a boyfriend pillow. It's a nesting pillow. It has a time machine that goes back when Ironside is on the air. Right, so it, 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 you don't it, even know. You don't, he doesn't even know. Does it, they, does did, it, they redid Ironside. They did? Yeah. Yeah. Dan, I don't have a boyfriend. Wait, so it's got little armrests, right? Like, is it, is yeah, Ironside does. Otherwise, he'd fall out of no, his no, chair. No, no, no. I know. I, I know Ironside has armrests. Oh, now he's an Ironside expert. Well, if you had been a, to IronCon, you would know that, that they remade the series. It's now canceled, but they... It was they, re- a, they rebooted Ironside? For about three weeks. God they gave it a it. shot. They thought the reason the first Ironside failed was maybe because the guy was fat and white. So they put a very sexy black man in a wheelchair, but they kept flashing back to when he had use of his legs as if to apologize. Like, he's not always crippled. Uh, and they would do scenes like, like I, I only know about this because I was actually on The Soup, so I saw one of these clips. They would, they would, they would, they would, he would roll into a room and be investigating a crime scene, and then he says, he goes, uh, yeah, so-and-so was scared, all right, but not because of the drugs, because of that gun. And he points at a gun that's under a pillow on a couch, and all the other cops at the crime scene go, how did you see that? And he goes, like, I got a different view of the world from down here. I'm not fucking kidding. It was it was one of the soups clip of the clip of the years because it's so fucking insane. The idea that forensic science is somehow altitude biased. Guys, get in here. I, I'm the chief of police. I want everyone to enter every crime scene at a different level. Yeah, I, I need, I need, I need. Jenkins, I, I want need you two six-year-olds, a Chihuahua, a Great Dane, and a giraffe. Yes. I want a really tall guy on another guy's shoulders wearing a, the world's <laughs> longest trench coat. Just walk through. Don't touch anything, but yeah. just look around. If you see a gun, tell me. Someone teach this giraffe how to recognize guns and speak. I don't want to... All right. Uh, get rid of these uh, eucalyptus leaf pillows. This It's going to defeat the whole purpose when the koala comes in. I don't know what I'm looking back at this for. It's like, I, like a, there's a structure to the show. Have you guys ever amazed yourself at how sedentary you've become? Is there a moment when you look at each other and go, oh, Jesus Christ. We, Every we... fucking minute. It's, 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 it, it, yeah, I always, I lo- we are so happy. And then, I, and then it's just like, 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 sometimes there's just the weekends, they just go, they just, yeah. we just watch like nine movies in a row. It's so, you, you it's, never, that's you, what heaven should be. You never, oh, so, so you never look at that. And I, I, know, I don't want you to. I, I root for your happiness at all times. But you don't, you don't ever look at that, those moments with a sense of alarm. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that maybe, maybe this is terrible. <laughs> I mean, what, I'd rather you just come out and say whatever you're trying to say <laughs> than, than this deposition. Like, like, like. like just, just charge me with whatever you're going to charge me with. I mean, I love a woman. I don't love hiking. Right. 
I love her. She loves me. We love... I'll, I would rather watch 27 Dresses than exercise. She would rather watch... What's 27 fucking, Dresses? Uh, 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 Buckaroo Banzai than exercise. So even though she hates Buckaroo Banzai and I hate 27 Dresses, like we, we both love not moving. We share each other's favorite movies with each other. It's, it's heaven. And then like some, every once in a while, the doorbell rings and bing bong. It's, oh, our sausages are here. And, and uh, then is it like a Mexican standoff of who has to get out of bed? Absolutely, right. yes. That'll be our undoing. It's like the treasure of Sierra Madre. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, I see. As soon as I get up, you steal my pillow, huh? Yeah. Um, did you buy the boyfriend pillow or did she purchase that? I, no, I immediately. I, I didn't know what it was called. I was like, I want one of those things. It's time now. It's finally time. I fi- I'm finally with a woman that I love enough that I, I want to I just smuck up to the headboard. and yeah. S- Smuck up? Smuck up. Smuck up, motherfucker. You smuck up. You See, s- I, I don't want to sit up in bed. I've never, I've never, I've never want, I, I don't want a TV in my bedroom. I don't want to sit up and read in my bedroom. I want to go to bed in my bedroom or, or uh, do naked things in my bedroom. Well, big deal. What do you, what do you want, a cookie? <laughs> I feel like, I don't know, I don't, something, about, something about when you say these things, it feels challenging. See, but you feel challenged by anything. Like you, you don't like when someone says tie your shoes. Well, I, your I shoes feel challenged by getting out of bed, certainly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Maybe, yeah. But I also felt like you always got, you, I go, I go like, oh, I ate a bunch of lasagna yesterday. I just fucking pigged out. I love lasagna. And you go like, yeah, overeating. I, I, I don't like overeating. And it's like, fuck off, fuck off, fuck off. I've never said that. Never I know happened. you never have. It's a, it's a fucking ersatz example. It's a reconstruction of like, what, I'm running a Jeff simulator. It's a, it's a, I'm, in the, I'm in the Jeffatorium. I'm like, going like, 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 like oh, it's a, it's a, I just go, you know, I just go like, 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 oh, I was in the bathroom, and then I, the, the, the guy, uh, I, the, we were trying to both get out the men's room door, and we did one of those dances of awkwardness before we could go, and you're like, I, I, always, know, I always know how to get through a bathroom door. Fuck off, fuck off! Why are you, why, why is, why? Why do you always know? She's too perfect. He's like, 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 because, I, because I don't have a boyfriend pillow. Life is my boyfriend pillow, Dan. I have a challenge for you, Jeff, because you're a music fan. All right. This is a new segment. People like segments. That's what I've learned recently. <laughs> People, it, 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 even though it's fake, it kind of enhances your enjoyment. People like segments. So that's, this segment is called uh, Music... Uh, wait, wait, before, before you say a segment, do I, do I need a music cue for this musical yeah, segment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so give me a, a, like a genre... So let me know, like, thematically, a, what are you going for? It's here? about music and uh, an investigation and and just America and <laughs> and uh, Auschwitz. I, okay, wait, music, investigation, America. Yeah, Auschwitz. Oh, you heard that? Okay, no, I was, that was, that last one was a joke. We all heard a it. Hilarious joke. We all heard it. But it's funny you say that. I think I have all those covered. All right, are you ready? John Denver. Right. Music corner. Music corner. Music. Hey, there's another guy singing. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, you, you, you didn't say instrumental. Well, I, don't, I, don't, I didn't know okay. I... Okay, uh, let's do a... Right, this segment's called Picking a, a, a Song for, uh, wait, for this segment. Justin, I got no audio down here. Something weird going on? Uh, Doesn't matter. I heard... There we go. Fuck it. Oh, okay. 
It's music theory segment. We're gonna talk to Jeff about some music questions. And nothing rhymes with Jeff except for Chef and Treble Clef. Well, that's two, asshole. I was gonna say your chin was cleft, but I stopped the song, so go fuck yourself. <laughs> All right, so musical, mu- musical segment. All right, Jeff. <laughs> The Dolly Parton song, Jolene. Yes. San Francisco native Dolly Parton. I'm, I'm pretending that this yeah, is related to... <laughs> San Francisco-born Dolly Parton, inventor of the typewriter and a uh, 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 friend of Abby Hoffman. Uh, hate Ashbury frozen yogurt pioneer and s- singer-songwriter Dolly Parton. Right. Uh, she wrote this song, performed this song, Jolene. Right. Okay, so we're all familiar with the song Jolene. It's uh, Dolly Parton pleading with uh, the object of her, her lover's desire. In other words, the woman that's going to take her man. She's pleading with her, please, Jolene, don't, don't do this, please. Uh, uh, my betrothed and I were discussing this, this song earlier. Aaron was saying... When she, she was in a situation where she was very jealous of a young lady, she felt like, like her relationship was in the crosshairs of a succubus. And she, she, the, the Jolene came on at, the, at, at Vesuvio, and she, she had this flashback to when she was playing Jolene so much that her, uh, her friend asked her to stop. You, you can't listen to Jolene anymore. But that, like, and and it, 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 it made me curious because I felt like, like this is interesting, like, Women and men, they different. <laughs> women, women drive like this. Uh, no, and uh, the the w- w- women, women and men both. Uh, we all have love songs. We all have painful songs. Like we all go, uh, we've all, you know, there's, there's, there's people of both genders and, uh, on both sides of the listener-singer relationship. We're all, we're all very familiar with the idea of a song about how somebody broke my heart, somebody's fucking with me, somebody... Uh, and we're also familiar, uh, uh, but more especially on the male side, I think, I'll probably get corrected on this, but the, on the male side, there's a heavy tradition of like, uh, guys talking to guys, but it's usually about sniping. It's it's you're gonna lose that girl. I'm gonna fuck your girl. Yes, I'll make a point of fucking that girl instead of you. Yes, yes, I will. Uh, I wish that I had Jesse's girl. Oh well, how come Jesse gets to fuck that girl instead of me? Um, it's like when 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 guys are referring. The, the, to other by the guys, way, the, the good news is we can air that and we won't get sued. <laughs> <laughs> Tone deafness has its legal advantages. <laughs> There's a guy from ASCAP. Damn it! <laughs> so, so well, five notes, four notes, six notes. Shit! He doesn't know what he's doing. Can't pin him down. Uh, it'd be like if uh, if Al Capone was so bad at bookkeeping that the IRS could never. Uh, shit! He, he doesn't really, know how to add anywhere. Uh, it just says he yeah. bought a bunch of cookies. <laughs> um. Both sets of books, his cooked books and his real books, is just uh, cookies. He loves cookies. That's all we can tell. They're actual cookbooks. (laughs) His cooked books are cookbooks. 
That's what I just said. I know that's what you said. I'm okay. refining it. It feels like a challenge. Stop challenging Fuck me. You. you challenge yes. me. Every time we come to San Francisco, the city of brotherly love. No, it's not. As it is known, birthplace of Dolly Parton, epicenter of the typewriter. <laughs> What wasn't invented here? It's just where the most typewriters live. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Uh, anyways, where the fuck was I? So, okay. Jolene. Yeah, yeah, Jolene. I, I, by, by the way, I'm riveted to find out where you're going with this. Well, no, I think it's a very interesting, because I, I really, I really kind of ran this over in my head, and I'm, I'm, I'm interested to find out if there's an answer to this. Okay, so but I, I'll, I'll cut to the chase. Um, because Jolene is a very special song. Even because I, I started talking to Aaron about it. I said, I said wow, that's a very interesting song. I think men, men are all caught up in in their testosterone politics. Like, you, if a man feels threatened sexually by another man, he's not typically, in a songwriting sense, going to tend to express that by going, Kevin, hey, take it easy on me. I know you got a bigger dick, but maybe explore other options because I love my wife so much. I'm just begging you, Kevin, come on. Do me a solid this one time. It's just, it's, just it, it, it's, it's not an instinctive choice for a man. And, I, and, and Aaron immediately said, like, well, women, you know, they, they uh, I don't want to mischaracterize her as making sweeping generalizations, uh, but we were just generally talking about this. She's like, well, women are socialized to communicate, and they, they have, they have they, they, you can't, if you're a woman and, there's a, and you have that sort of a, a competitive relationship with another woman, the woman who, who, who leaps into aggressiveness doesn't do herself any favors. There's a sort of trapped, claustrophobic, helpless feeling about it. And the reason that song is a hit song and resonates with all of us, and of, of all genders, including the third secret one, uh, is, is, uh, is because is because it's like we all know what it's like to feel like just fucking at the mercy of another human being. But So my question to you is, as a fan of music, yes. is there a male equivalent to Jolene, specifically a man, songwriter, singer, addressing oh, yeah. another man? Yes, Bird Dog by Everly Brothers. He, that's a third person. He's a bird dog. He's warning other people he's going to fuck your girl. Johnny is a joker. He's a, well, he calls him out by name. Johnny but, is a joker. He's, talk, he's a bird. He's talking to the listener. Is there a shit? Is there a song where a guy calls out another guy? A guy a, one guy saying to another guy, hey, Tim, you're an ace coxman. Let's, let's agree to... <laughs> let's agree, let's to, agree on that. Let's prove it out back. You got a big, turgid piece of drill bit down there. I just appreciate oh. you going somewhere else out of, out of mercy. Uh, uh, I'm out of options. I mean, Signed, Kevin. The, the closest... I, I will open that up to the floor. The closest I can get is bird dog, where a guy says, Johnny is trying to bird dog my lady. But he says, hey, bird dog, in the chorus. He goes, hey, bird dog, get okay. away from my quail. All right. All right, hey, so bird dog, you're on the wrong he's trail. He's pleading out, like, hey, fuck Bird dog, leave my lovey dove alone. Right. Yes. But he is, he is also still warning him off. He's at, but I, I want to open this up to the crowd. If anybody thinks that they you know, that they know of a song... Sorry, what? Tell her no. Oh, tell yeah. her no by the zombies. And she should tell you that she loves you. Yeah. Oh, well. Remember, she said that to me. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tell her no, no, no. Anthony, tell her no, no, no. <laughs> wait, so, wait, so you're saying tell you her tell no? Her, uh, uh, come up on stage. Or, well, if you want, if you want. You know. Let's bring him up on stage. Grab a microphone here, would you? 
Hans, that, that's, a, that's a musical name. Yes. I love it. Uh, there's a line in Tell Her No by the Zombies where uh, he says specifically, um, if she should tell you that I love you, just remember she said that to me. Um, there's another line, I think, where he says, don't take her love from my arms, stuff like that. Oh, tell her no. Tell it's her no. It's one guy talking to another guy saying, if my girlfriend says that she throws also- herself at you, yeah. do me a favor. Ex-girlfriend. And be, t- be, a, be a Teflon penis. Pretty much, yeah. Just man to man. That's all I can ask. Yeah, but, but he's not saying, don't steal her away from me or, like, or let release her. Like, I'm saying, if no. she comes to you... He's saying, stop fucking my ex-girlfriend. He is. Or, 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 I think or, so. Or is he saying, in the event that she tries to fuck you, tell her no? Is he saying, stop right. fucking her, or tell her no in the event that she comes and tries to? Right, right, right. I was asking No, that's question. good. It's, well, I, you I, were asking I, me. I, 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 I think what it is is that, that you know, let's say it's, it's Tony and Johnny, and Johnny is, is, is fucking Tony's ex-girlfriend, and he's not into it. He's bummed, so he's saying, hey, fucking stop it. Or maybe he's just saying, like, hey, she is, I love her, and you're just fucking around with her. And so, like, you know, if she says, I love you, then take a hike because I'm the one who really loves her. I don't know. That's just yeah, the person that came to my head. That's good, though. That's close. Thank you, no, Hans. No, that's good. That's a good Hans, answer. everybody. Hans. Anybody else got that beat? All right. Do we that's... have anybody else that has that beat for man-on-man uh, thwarting? Man-on-man acquiescence and pleading for uh, non-sexual intervention. Yeah, I, I was in a... I, I take a lot of long drives, like, doing comedy shows with Greg Proops and Ryan Stiles, and we were talking about the kind of weird... We, we, I mean, this is not going to win any awards for naming it, but we call it kind of like rape rock, uh, where it's like, like, young girl, get out of my life. Like that, that, right. like a, a guy yelling at an underage woman to stop, stop putting the sauce on him. Like, it's right. like, it's like well, don't stand with all so the charms of a woman. You're just right. a baby. And like, like, You're wow. talking specifically about men saying to young women, like, yeah, like enough get, already. Get away from me. Yeah, like, yeah, it's like the, like the, the, terrible, poli- the police song. Genre. Don't stand so close to me yet. Yeah. But then there's the other more horrible thing, which is uh, I I I I don't understand like like what is this like like uh, she's 16 she's beautiful and she's my what, yeah. what, what uh, you're 48 my, yes <laughs> yes she's 16 she's beautiful and in four years the laws will change because of this song <laughs> oh yeah uh, was no, it no, no, back it, then? It was, uh, oh, sorry hey little sister don't you that one like he's talking about uh, the girl he's right. dating he's more into the little sister like. Like I used to pull your pigtails and twist right. your per- turned up nose. Now I'm looking at your titties. Like now it's fucking on. <laughs> because and you get the feeling from little sister that it's because he's been rebuffed by the older sister and now he's just gone younger, which is a fucking <laughs> Elvis. Also, Elvis is in a, is in a film, if I'm not mistaken, called Kissing Cousins. And uh, there's a song about like uh, I forget how the lyrics go, but they're pretty fucking good in the sense that they're horrifying. Uh, and he says. Uh, like she does this and she does that. Uh, she, uh, we, we hug and sneeze. We hug, not, not hug. We don't hug and sneeze all night. Uh, uh, but uh, uh, but we're, we're kissing cousins, and that's what makes it all right. Like they're they're they're, they're kissing cousins. It, it, I think it, it, means legally allowed to fuck cousins. I don't know. Oh, okay. The term the term he's saying we're kissing cousins, meaning we're not first blood, cousins, we're not blood or related yeah. cousins, and that's what makes it okay. Yeah. yeah. Second cousins, yeah. See, I, I have a small family. I don't even know if I have a cousin. I probably do. I don't know them. I bet you'd make out with her if you did. <laughs> you're, not, you're not better than these southern people. We judge them, but they just have more cousins. 
I think I, I think that we, we we in the blue state metropolitan areas we go like oh they all fuck each other they all they, they all fuck their cousins yes but you have we just met- don't we just don't have many, many cousins <laughs> if you have if once you get up to six eight nine cousins one of them's gonna really sweep you off your feet <laughs> and that's what can happen down there where there's more room and there's swing sets and stuff and there's there's just fields you know they don't have this potato, uh, this potato sack racing no, who, yeah. knows what, who knows what goes on in those potato sacks yeah where we have a YMCA or a Walmart they have like just uh, Wuthering Heights of <laughs> wheat I don't know okay uh, Wuthering Heights <laughs> it's, uh, mixed a couple geological and cultural things there um, alright so well th- I, I kind of got sidetracked and I, I want tonight to run cleanly, and I don't want to get off on any tangents. No tangents. No right. tangents. Because we're in San Francisco, I don't want to create the false impression. That can, this wait, is can we a- talk real quick? Well, can I go off on one? It's not really a tangent. It's just a brief uh, interjection. <laughs> Walking up Columbus here in North Beach, you know, one of my favorite neighborhoods in San Francisco, a town which I deeply love and adore. I love, I love coming here. We, we, we were supposed to, they were gonna, uh, the Sketch Fest people were going to bring us in tonight, fly us back tomorrow morning, and all of us agreed separately that we would stay an extra day just to be here in this lovely city. Uh, because it is the best. Because you can come to North Beach, and uh, I went to a bar, and there was Frenette Branca on tap, like next to the beers. And it was... Uh, it was, uh, it, serotonin just poured out of the back of my brain and on my butts. It was the best. Because that's how it works, poured, right? Poured out of your butt? Yes, we'll, go, we'll get back to that. I'm walking up the road, and I'm going... You guys were at Vesuvio having a drink, and I was... Uh, I, I got out of a cab, and I wanted to go get a pizza at a certain place, and I hop out of the cab, and I, I cross the street, like, near, like, Stockton, Green, Columbus, the run there, and there was a, a, a big black guy, youngish, you know, I would say not... Maybe just 30, maybe less. Big guy... I, I, football jersey, I, I think for some reason it was like Vikings or Green Bay, but something Midwesty. Not, it wasn't like the Niners or anything local. And he had a football. And he was standing like, like waiting at the crosswalk and he was like tapping the football. Jesus, he was like really out of his way. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> but he was just standing there like, like you know, it's like this, like it did, didn't, didn't bother me at all, didn't, didn't really pay much attention, left, went and had pizza, come back. He's still there at the same crosswalk and now I'm stuck at that crosswalk waiting on a, on a green light. And he's still there, and we're now waiting to cross the street. But I know this guy enough to know he's not crossing that street because he was there an hour ago, <laughs> tapping that football, kind of shifting from left to right. And he looks over, and I'm wearing a, a suit, and I got a tie on, and I'm carrying a book and a little uh, zippy case from my iPad that I DJ the show with. So I, uh, and he just looks over at me, and we're, we're about, like, our heads are about a foot and a half apart waiting next to each other. And he goes, fucking faggot. <laughs> Tapping the football, now more aggressively. Fuck, look at this faggot. Look at this faggot. 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 <laughs> and then the light turned green, and I just kept trucking. And then he... Uh, and that's I, that's like, I, I told it to Erin backstage. She's like, wrong city. <laughs> I did not see that coming. No. Was he I, talking to you about well, you? I, I think he probably has Tourette's, but it was for me. It was for, certainly for my... For my uh, he wasn't bonding with you, like, no, 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 looking no, no. at, like... He, uh, he, looked at me, he looked at me, and he didn't like what he was seeing. Because I had a suit on. I, I mean, look, he might have called uh, everybody that moved a faggot. Well, I, 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 I mean... Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm the only person I heard him say that to. I, I love that he's so gay that he I has know, to I, carry a football I, around in I order mean, to get away <laughs> with calling people faggot. Because he's afraid that the, what, what the absence thought, of a football see, will be the equivalent of the presence of a dildo. I, I, 
I, that's I, how gay that guy is. I often hear I often hear rampant homophobia as latent homosexuality because I think like if you if you, if you I'm protest, a firm yeah. believer in it. Yeah, and, and uh, I thought like, if this guy's cruising, he's doing it the most high concept way of all time. <laughs> Well, I don't think I don't think they're all cruising. I think they're. I mean, but no, I, I am an absolute firm believer that if you are when you are that energetically opposed to a victimless crime, like like it is because you are jealous. Period. I, I don't understand. Like, and it's not. That's not just me left winging it and like like I'm I'm I, I got all kinds of crazy political views. I'm not a I'm not a political person. But well, certainly, as, if, you, if you sense a threat that that, that is that you're not being threatened by, then that seems. I, it's yeah. it's just it's it's too suspicious. And we've also found out too many times. It's just over and over and over again that these people who are like 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 I'm gonna make a law against buttholes. <laughs> Everyone's butthole has to have an eye patch over it because the homosexuals keep trying to make everyone gay. Uh, it's like, okay, and then you find out he's in an airport, you know, and he's like got three dicks in his armpits and which is, and it's just like over which and over is, and over which again. Is, for me, needlessly gay. <laughs> I, 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 well, because he's doing it wrong because yeah, he's, he's, he's not healthy wrong. about it. He yeah. needs to go to a like, gay camp and like, 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 camp. Like, like hang out with gay people and ask, do you put them in your armpits and have them say, no, sweetie, you don't. Take it easy. Lick it, kiss it, suck it. Don't you don't have to put it in your eyeball. You don't have to go to a fucking rest stop for it. First of all, why are you married? Get that in order. Um, like, 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 you know, there's people waiting out there to mentor you in, in gayness. If you, if you, you can find them. Uh, anyways, long, long, long story short, I'm fucking this guy, and I mean, I mean, fucking him. All right, so I, I had right in the old armpits the sh- <laughs> with all three of my dicks because that's the thing. If you've got three dicks, fuck the armpits because where else are you going to do it? I never finished my uh, th- uh, so the first part of my my experiment. The saying is one in the shit, two in the pit. The sa- <laughs> I don't even. I'm not even absorbing this because I'm moving on. <laughs> then, just trying to educate our audience a little bit. <laughs> If, uh, if you can, if you can state it in a rhyme, you can justify a sex a crime. Sex crime. Uh, on the playground, they were always like, if, it, "If there's grass on the field, play ball. If the if the river's red, take the dirt road instead." It's like, what? What? Wait, you, what, what? Just, just, no, is that one? Yes, yes. Is that real? Yes. Oh Jesus! Well, Christ. is it real? I mean, is it real? I don't. Yes, it's a real thing that I heard. Oh, I, I thought you. I thought you just riffed that, and I was gonna fucking. It's, uh, Thomas Jefferson didn't say it. Uh, <laughs> To my knowledge, but uh, that is horrifying. <laughs> but it says, yeah, these 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 sayings, these slogans, yeah. <laughs> which, by the way, are more clever than today's modern beer slogans, which are just like down for what's up, <laughs> hey yo, hashtag uh, Bud Light. If you're if you love Bud Light, hashtag Bud. Uh, hi, how are you? <laughs> Like all the beer slogans are always like like like. Re- remember when they were really like Orwellian? Like why ask why? I remember that one. That wow. was fucked up. Yeah, fucking. A lot of you guys are twenty five. Yeah. There was a beer. There was a beer. Why? I don't remember what brand it was. Their why? slogan was why ask why. That's fucked up. 
when your product is an opiate to, to like to, why 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 ask why yeah because now I keep a, hearing why like there's like there's the Madison Avenue boardroom and a guy comes in and it's like it's like well it's, it seems like our our biggest opponent to people buying beers sometimes people keep asking why yeah well uh, may, maybe we can turn the tables on them it's the way that you use it the camera. Camera pushes down a 21-year-old Johnny, Johnny Madison. Before that, the boss said, I'm sick of being told why people should drink beer. I'll tell you why. And then a young guy goes, <clears throat> <clears throat> Mr. Jenkins. Well, what is it? You're, bring me coffee. You keep saying you don't like the word why. I, well, if you say why one more time, if you even use why in a sentence. What if I said it twice? <laughs> Why? I'll have you ask why. I fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. I got your job now. I got your job. Uh, so you guys don't know that we're also gifted actors. <laughs> yeah, so please. We bring so much. Jo- I, I, yeah. I know Jodie Foster was here last Wednesday. Did she do this? No. She she talked about a- a- alien contact again. It's like a broken record. Yeah. Leave I, it. I believe we're going to make, make contact. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> I, I'd, like so, your, I just, I'd, I, I'd like you to do a little more Jodie Foster impression for me. If you <laughs> All right, give me, give me a suggestion. Okay, I, uh, I heard I heard I rapping I heard rapping plumber. Rapping plumber. All right, give me give me a beat. You want a beat? Jodie Foster, the rapping plumber. Break down, Jodie Foster. Jody Foster, MC Jody Foster in the house. I'm coming to your house to plug your toilet. I'm doing it wrong already. I should be unplugging your toilet. I can't handle this, Dr. Lecter. Okay. All right, that's dumb. That was stupid. No, no. Fuck you for enjoying it. You're bad people. Dan, that was not stupid. Your joy makes you bad people. That was high risk, high yield. <laughs> and you proved it by the risk yielding nothing. Yeah. Uh, so, 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 I, I got off on a tangent, but I was going to say two experiments are going on. They're kind of contradicting each other. One is I'm owning it. I'm, I'm fat. Wait, wait. That, that's how long ago we jumped the tracks? Yeah. That was like the third well, minute of the show. Well, because you started making fun of me for being fat as I, I was owning my fatness. I was not said, making well, fun of you. Know, you're wearing making... that black sweatshirt. You look, you fucking pudgy asshole. I didn't see now. See now you're, you're trying to you're, hide your fat body from your fans. And I was like, okay, whatever. I'm saying you're not hiding. I'm saying the, 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 sec- the, the secrets so, are being given up. <laughs> also, holy shit. Owning it. Owning anything. If you had a zit on your forehead. You know, it's, it's fine to be insecure about it. But own it. <laughs> you got a zit on your forehead. Wait, here's what people like. How do you own a zit in your head? Well, here's, here's a couple of things people would be fine with. And say this, Jody a, guy, a guy walking into uh, the bar with a big zit on his forehead and going like, Hey, what's up? Uh, uh, can I get you something? Uh, 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 I'll tell you what, you, can't, you don't have to get me a zit on my forehead. I'll take a, because uh, I already got one. I'll take a Bud Light. Okay, uh, uh, a I'm, Bud pointing Light. At, I'm pointing at a Bud Light. Why? What? Why? Why ask why? Give me a... All right. <laughs> Dumb. All right. Thank you. I got a zit on my forehead, but it's not, it's not your problem. I, I didn't bring it up. I, I see all kinds in here. Yeah. There was a... There was a, there was a, there was well, a here's a new kind. Homophobic football player here look, in a moment look, look. ago, and he was, he was way weirder than... Hey, what's up?
what's it, what is this place? A fossil yard? I'm going to put something on the jukebox. I'm a zit forehead drinking a Bud Light. So you like that guy. Everyone likes that guy. I, I hate that guy. <laughs> well, he's maybe <laughs> I did a bad job. He, he's making it my problem. But I was here's fine. A, here's, a, here's a guy you don't like for sure. Okay. okay. All right. I'll do a more accurate impression of this guy. Okay. Am I, am I a bartender? Z- still got a zit on his forehead. Who am I? The bartender. Okay. Wh- right. Whoever you were. I mean, we, okay. We da, 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 the pharmacist. I don't know who you are. Whatever, whatever you want. Uh, <clears throat> hey, uh... Can I get a Bud Light? It's it's um, it's it's gonna go away like in three weeks. I'm sorry, sir. This is a pharmacy. This is not a bar. Uh, I'll just I'll take a Band-Aid. I'm just gonna cover it up until I, I, I you know you're not supposed to pop it or you're not supposed to. You don't have like, to talk to a pharmacist to get Band-Aids. They're over there in aisle two. All right. Well. <laughs> anyways, you get the idea. Oh oh. Own, own it. It's okay. It's okay to say like, okay, I'm fat. I'd like to lose 40, 80 pounds before my wedding, but until I do, 40, 80, 40, 80. <laughs> that's, that's a good that's range. The spread. Yeah. All right. What's uh? uh what, you'd be happier with 80, or you'd be happy with 40? <laughs> We'd all be happier with 80. How much do you weigh right now? Do you know? Uh, 900. I don't know. You keep derailing me. I'm just saying. Yes, I'm fat, Jeff. I didn't say you were fat. But just why don't you? Why don't you? Why don't you? Why don't you uh, go marry skinny people? <laughs> you know, I'm fat do, and do, I'm your do, friend. I'm fat and you love me. What does that make you? A fat man lover. <laughs> it's worse. It's arguably worse. That's why, I'm, yeah, it's, it's hard. That's it's, me not owning it, see? That's me projecting okay. all kinds of shame. But if I come out like Santa Claus and I'm like, look who's got some presents because he's so fat. You're like, you don't even think of it. You're like, no, oh. that's not owning it. Having presents because you're fat is the opposite of owning it. That's, that's, that's apologizing for being fat. I'm done with the owning it part. If you guys don't understand what owning it means, you got to Google it. I'm done with that. We're not going to spend two hours on that. There was one other thing. I'm apologizing now. Now, that's the opposite of owning it, isn't well, it? No, you, but you could be owning your own guilt or your I've own shame. Always, I've always had this thing where somebody, when Erin says, when she suggests that I did something wrong, mm-hmm. I, I defend myself like it's some kind of chess game. Right. Like, uh, it, it, like, like we, we went to a pizza place today, and they brought the plate of olive oil, and I, I immediately took a salt shaker and just put salt all over the olive oil because I want to dip my bread in the olive oil. For, for, and yes, that's why I'm fat. I'm eating bread and olive oil. So, but I want to put the salt on the olive oil, and then it was put, but it was the table's olive oil, and Aaron was like, nobody, maybe someone else doesn't want salt. And I immediately, my first thought is like, is like incoming uh, tactical invasion, must uh, perimeter defense. How, how, do you, how do you get out of apologizing for this? How, someone's implying that you're doing something wrong. Uh, uh, prove that you're not, and, and and then you just engage in all these things. It's like a chess game. It's so. What did you say? What was your? Uh, how did you I, I was I was, probably, I was probably like, "Fuck you! I'm paying for dinner." But <laughs> I don't know what I did. I, 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 I but 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 then I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, I realized when I got off the plane in San Francisco, I want to I want to apologize whenever I sense that moment, even if I feel like it's uh, even. Who cares? What's the worst case scenario? You apologize for everything. I'm sure there's people out here that apologize too much and they have to work on that or something. They have to stick up for themselves. I don't have that problem. I could, I could apologize a couple million times more often and I would, be, I would break even in terms of the average person. Like I, I, so I've, I've just been practicing like crunches, even though it's kind of an c- absurd, comedic, even quasi-passive-aggressive feel to it. I just like, like, like now I'm, I'm, I'm going to say that I'm sorry more often. Well, you mean it when you say it, or the just a rote thing that you're saying? Out loud? I don't know. I don't, I, I, 
mean it, schmean it, you know? It's, a, it's, a, it's not something that you're really... You, it's something that you're doing for someone else. It's like saying tight, you know? So, somebody goes like, oh, you did this thing, and it's like... You, no, it's so, not. Being, being apologetic is actually uh, being contrite, like actually... No, you're talking about remorse. You're talking about... Sometimes those things overlap, but, but, but sometimes a graceful, excuse me, pardon me, oh, I'm yeah. sorry. It's a, it's a social... Well, that's certainly the least you can do. You, you, you don't have to grovel and, 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 and weep, you know, great tears about things, but like you... Yeah. you when you say you say I'm sorry, you should it should it should resonate sincerely, right? Yeah. For instance, aren't you sorry for misunderstanding me just now? Yes, I'm so for, sorry. See how nice. I'm that sorry is? for interrupting the show. I'm oh, going to walk on Joe Hudson. Hi, everybody. Hello, Cobbs. Joe Hodgson of Mystery Science Theater fame. I was just going to bring you on. Mother- oh, really? I thought I, could, I got confused. I thought I was supposed to walk on like Bob Hope used to do. Well, I told you on to the walk Tonight on, Show. but then they texted me that you were here. So that I- uh, let's do it again. Okay. Yeah, but you got some music? Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll give you some music. Right. Dan's going to give you a proper intro. Yeah, yeah. You're supposed to do a showbiz intro. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, you know him from... No, I want to give a... What, oh, okay. <laughs> so I, I, I asked Adam Savage to come on the show. He said yes, and then he said no. The show is sold out anyway, so there's no one here that was coming for Adam Savage. Of, 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 Miss, of Mythbuster fame. Right. Uh, a guy who gets his hands in the dirt. Is, uh, but uh, we, we really lucked out in his absence because here in San Francisco is one of is really my first original actual mentor when I moved to LA when Schraub and I moved to LA the first Hollywood guy we ever talked to who ever talked to us about anything was uh, this guy and his brother he's uh, he had created the show called Mystery Science Theater 3000 that I watched when I was in Milwaukee one of the most you know he's just this 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 Beacon of inventiveness and do-it-yourselfness and autonomy and uh, Jim Hensony kind of like brilliance and uh, 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 and and here he was in L.A. and he was also from the Midwest so we had to connect he was able to translate L.A. into Midwestern terms for us and show us the ropes a little bit and uh, he's a god to me and and a a friend that I don't talk to enough but he's here in San Francisco and I I happened to catch him on text so he's here please welcome Joel Hodgson. Thank you so much. Wow. I've never been to Cobbs before. It's like famous. Isn't it? Well, yeah, there's pictures upstairs that are kind of intimidating. <laughs> there's Gre- Greg Giraldo in a kind of somber black and white photo uh, and a lot of like, yeah, all the They headliners. laid the shit down at Cobbs. Yeah. Cobbs. Like Cobbs some were... riffing. Yeah. Back in the day. This is where they did the last waltz. Right? The band. I don't know. What, the, what is that? that the, the, you know, the concert movie, The Last Waltz. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was here. Yeah, holy shit! It's a, it's a, it's a. That was uh, that, that was Dolly Parton's last show, I believe, wasn't it? <laughs> it's a big room. Uh, it's well, intimidating. Yeah, I know. What What were you doing out here in San Francisco? Uh, oh, I'm doing a show tomorrow night at the Brava Theater. I'm doing riffing myself. Hey, whoa, a whoa, new whoa! One. Hey, what? don't, don't plug do your sh- bullshit. Oh. What the fuck? 
No, I, I don't know why. I, that's that's a dumb joke I do. Dan, I get it. I'm Dan? just a scene maker. Apologize. I just come and drop in on you guys. <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't bring you out faster. No, it's okay. And, and you, I didn't know your shows were two hours long. <laughs> like, I, I talked to Aaron. I thought they were like an hour. Like, it's a podcast. I thought there were rules. Well, lots of podcasts are two hours. I didn't know that. And my and podcast so, has rules. No, I... No, I we're doing an hour 45 tonight, tops. A, t- okay, a but, tight... But, a tight I, but I was rushing to get over here. I had another show, and I was like going, shit, I better get here. Or I'm not going to make it in time. And turns out... <laughs> fucking burning time over here. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of these people probably had an 8 o'clock thing they were going to go to, or 8.30 or whatever. <laughs> Fuck them. No, you're in for the whole thing. Yeah. I hope you like a, this, because te- te- text, text your friend and tell him to watch Dana Gould at, uh, at cor- cor- corny, corny Pickles. Uh, I think he's at uh, Uncle Fucker's Chuckle Hutch. Un- Uncle, Uncle Fucker's Chuckle, Fuckers Chuckle Hutch. Hutch. I, I heard he was doing the midnight show at the Taj Mahaha. <laughs> That's the only all... What the late night? Own it comes. That's called owning it. That, my friend. Dan just took his shirt off and showed us the. Oh dear oh, heaven! Yeah. yeah. Get those dollars out, ladies. Let's bring him out to the stage, put it together for the Yeti. I thought you'd have a lot more discolored skin. (laughs) I was expecting a lot more. Nope. Just a sea of creamy white speckled with... uh... With acne scars. Did you ever think about like grooming it, like cutting it back with like one of those groomers? You I, ever think about that? Well, I, I have done it. You have? Yeah. As, as, as I mean, three days after I do it, it's it looks like this again. Yeah. yeah. I'm. I'm. Okay, I, show me. Show I, me I your back. Experimented I, I, with I don't it. Wanna, and I don't tried wanna, it. You know? No, just show me. Let me see. Because I, I there'd I, be more welts. I can't believe that he's entirely covered in nipples. It's amazing. It's just yeah, it's, those are, those are almost it's, entirely nipple. It's like, I come from a long line of tall, very hairless Austrian men, and uh, <laughs> uh, I, I've got like, like I had, I'm I'm very symmetrical. Like if I get like a, a, a pimple on one side of my face, I get the I get one exactly opposite, like a cyborg uh, with, with pimples. I'm not taking it off, lady. Does everybody hear that? When Jeff gets acne, it's also perfect. <laughs> Jesus fucking Monte that's not, Cristo. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it, perfect would be not having any. But if I, have, I have one little hair that comes out the, on my right shoulder, and I have one exactly on my left shoulder, like little magical wings. They're like little, little, little like, like, like uh, vestigial Pegasus wings. And that's it. Also, I, uh, I shit glitter. <laughs> You come from a long line of Aryan men, but there aren't any women. What's up with that? It's just men. Well, I, know. I mean, what I mean by that is I've seen pictures of my ancestry, and uh, all the men are identical. And there's no women. Is that's what I'm saying? No, I'm putting it's, it to uh, you. It's just, it's just, it's just me and a bunch of dudes with footballs on the corner of Columbus and Stockton. Uh, we've ma- we've managed to breed uh, uh, homosexually. I wish. I wish I, I. It was so funny when you guys were talking about the guy who would be singing to another man 
right. about his coxmanship. But yeah. they, but guys stay away from that, don't they? When they write a song, yeah, they don't I mean, want well, to put too much on another man. We're socialized to if you, that would be that's just defeat, right? It's like like if 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 if, if I go like this and you go like that, then I get your Twizzlers. <laughs> Uh, so, but but women aren't. I mean, and I'm not. So so this is important to in these in these very sensitive times. I'm talking about socialization. Uh, I'm not talking about genetics. So it's I, I, I like 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 girls are socialized at a young age. They tend to be uh, in a almost in a kind of superior way because it's like they're they're. I, I think they're socialized to like they're not allowed to. You know, they they they, they don't they, to 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 do this like flexing, this weird like antler antler locking thing. So they they ha- they they have to like they have more complex social structures. And Jolene is a is a golden egg that comes out of that. I was talking about the part before that that I liked. What did you like? The part that before you went off like that. <laughs> the part, yeah, the social thing. It was just like when you were saying cock a lot. Oh. That was the part I liked. So, my, my, my problem with Jolene is I don't like it. I think it's it's not a good song. It goes on and on and on and on. I, I, love, I like Dolly Parton a lot. I saw her play at the Hollywood Bowl, and it was awesome because she, uh, uh, like half the people I could see sitting around me. No, sorry, at the Greek Amphitheater in Los Angeles. And I looked around, and I, I kind of got the feeling that a, a good like, 35 45% of the people around me were in drag. Uh, because well, she, she has a big like drag following. Yeah, the real and, show at Dolly Parton shows is in the bathroom. Is that right? Yes, everyone. It's well known uh, fact. Yeah. Do, do, do you have any anecdotes you want to? Uh, uh, no, that's all I got. All right. I'm sorry for interrupting. <laughs> no, no, but uh, but the two guys. She was like, she she sang Jolene like, and she stopped about halfway through, and she goes, "I feel like I should change the lyrics to Drag Queen, Drag Queen." And half of the fucking crowd stood up, and they were like a bunch of six foot five men in, in dresses. It was the best. And also, her shows. Anybody seen her live? By applause. Four. Now, okay. I heard, I heard one guy go over here and go, yep. <laughs> uh, are, you in, are you in drag right now? No. Uh, uh, yep. Uh, if, if she plays, please go see her because uh, she's hilarious. Like, she's funny as hell. And also, like, I cried, like, multiple times. Like, she's an, like, an incredible storyteller. Like, during her songs, in between songs. Like, she's, like... Nobody puts on a show like her. She's really, really good. And she plays every fucking instrument in the building. She plays a saxophone at one point, grand piano, like a banjo, mandolin. Like, she's all over the shop, and she's great. But Jolene's too long. Jolene, no. It goes... <laughs> no, no, for me, it's repetitive. It's modal. It goes... It, it, just, it, it doesn't, like... I mean, maybe it does. Like, I haven't heard it in a while. Because no, when I hear it, like, I, like, if I listen to satellite radio and I hear it, I listened to a couple. I listened to a couple verses of it because there's 35 verses in it. I, I don't know that it goes to a bridge. It just kind of like, like it just kind of stays in the same thing. Yeah, and for I guess me, you're right. I don't think Jolene does have a bridge, does yeah, it? Yeah, like uh, the bridge would be what? Uh, like I, I don't know what you would say. It, it just kind of it's one of the songs. All the times you want to fuck a man, you always get two. But I'm just asking for you to not fuck this one. No, I think that, but that, that's, that's already the verses. I think we'd have to go to another place of her backstory. Like, like we'd have to go to another place. Oh, I was place. just thinking melodically. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Melodic- oh, lyrics. Melodically, that's a sweet bridge, Dan. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, it, always Thank tri- you. it always tripped me up because it's Jolene. You know, like I always thought of myself dressed as a lady, going into town, experimenting. 
etc. Like you would use the word Jolene. Yeah, like uh, when I'm on the phone, I'd insist you call me Jolene. Right. Yeah. Jolene. Jolene. That's a good name for a, yeah, like a butch. Yeah, for an alias. Like yeah. if I went into, like if I disappeared into the city tonight after this show in like a pantsuit, <laughs> I'd be Jolene. Right. All of the all of the uh, the registered books and all the motels would be Jolene. Joe and then I put my lips like on it, like with <laughs> lipstick. Uh, so so so, Joel, where 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 are you situated now? When you're not in San Francisco, I live in you? Pennsylvania now. Pennsylvania. Yeah. So are you? Uh, and and uh, are, where, where's your brother? He's in L.A. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, fuck that guy. Yeah. He's awesome. Obviously, I mean, you, you thought know. that, too. You're like, fuck it. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I still love him. But Come on. <laughs> We're still, like, close, aren't we? How many kids do you have now? I got two. And, yeah. uh, uh... You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> he likes two kids. Jolene. Jolene's a big fan of two kids. I can only sire children dressed as Jolene. And what are you focusing on creatively? Are you, are you... Well, I just did, uh, we just did six years of Cinematic Titanic, which was like the original cast from Mystery Science Theater. Which you tour with. We did a ton with of and... shows, and we just stopped that, so it's kind of like, um, and then I'm doing my one-man show, so that's kind of it. What's your one-man show? I don't know anything about it's this. It's called Riffing Myself a New One, and I... it's just about, it's like about the DNA of Mystery Science Theater. So it's just this origin story. Do you go out and do you, do you do it in present tense and kind of go through the times and go, and go like, so uh, Fort Atkinson. Wait, are you doing me, man? Oh, wait a second. He, he, he does I an impression of you. Like hey, that. man, come on, man. You got man. a lot of nerve coming at me with that I'm gonna fucking. Voice. I'm not going to do your podcast anymore, man, <laughs> if you keep on fucking doing an impression of me. Was it you? <laughs> Is it, is it bad to tell a line about about the, uh, the problem with modern porn, pornography that, that you, when you do an impression of him about his problem with porn? Wasn't that you, wasn't that you doing an impression of him? What about, no. about his mythological Joseph Campbellian story? Oh, arc? wasn't it? Well, yeah, it was you. That was you. Like, like, like. I, I, I say this all the time too. It's like, like, problem with porn, man. Now it's all about. It's, it's like we've lost the refusal of the call, man. <laughs> it's like. It used to be, you know, a guy go into a library and it's like, you know, my book's overdue, but like, okay, I can't do that, man. Uh, but I guess I have to. That's the key, man. I, I'd love to like get in on this, but I don't do me. <laughs> Own it, Joel. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, I got, so, so your one-man show. So I, I do that. So did I ever get to finish my plug? I didn't, right? No, no, the no. I, I, yeah, Theater, I, did the, I did the bit where... Tomorrow night, good seats still available. Come on. Won't you? Thank you. I'm done. Are you going to leave, or you're not going to stay in No, play? I'll stay as long. I, I, I have a feeling I'm going to get tired, and then I'll, you'll see me go. <laughs> But I'll, I'll stay as long as I can. Once I, as long as I use some of this. Yeah, yeah, man. That'll that'll pep you up. Yeah, it's a yeah. bracer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that, that's that says good morning like a big glass of kettle one vodka. Mm. Um. Uh. Uh. So what? So you're. You, I don't want to derail you though. I feel like I'm. Like, no, no, no. Okay. This, 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 Our show this, has this, no rail. Yeah. All right. 
I want to. I'm a bad. I'm a bad interviewer and a bad friend and a bad person and a bad podcaster and a bad thing to pay twenty dollars to see and a and a a, a bad carbon based life form and a, a bad a bad. Go on. However, uh, I, what, what, if I could if I could wring anything out of you while I had you here, it would be sort of like I like to hear you talk about. Uh, creative philosophy because when I moved to LA I was lost in this sea of like it's really easy to it's like a cult because you come you, 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 you come from the Midwest into LA and everyone's saying stuff that if they're all saying it then it's true I, I remember just sitting and having drinks or dinner with you or you were you I don't know you would say stuff to me that kind of like guided me i don't know I, I, maybe it was just a cultural thing like you sounded like a guy from the midwest and you were out here and you had been through the ropes like you would tell these stories about how when you were like like back before night court like you had the same agent as harry anderson and like there was a point where you were you were like yeah i remember when I, like you, you were you were you were like this prop comic that was on SNL killing it like had these inventions that you would show and there there, there were of course people that were going like like hey man, fucking like like Joel Hodgson he's the, he's he's the, he's the hottest thing we got to we got to get you on a sitcom and stuff and you you kind of like you diverted from that path cuz you smelled a rat like you figured yeah. that, that probably wouldn't be a great idea i remember talking to you about that stuff and kind of like having that as a guidepost and realizing that it was okay in this sea of people kissing your ass and telling you everything that you thought you wanted to hear that you still had to maintain your own sanity I have no idea what to ask you to wring some of that out of you but um well shit um what do you think well, about that, black people that story in particular what, what's that what do you think <laughs> it's just I was just going to say that story in particular was uh, Brandon Tartikoff, who was the head of NBC. He wanted me to do a show called High School USA which was this Michael J. Fox like kind of like Animal House. Kinda. Right. This, I, this they did a, long, a movie of that, right? This, yeah, this is a long time ago. This is like I was 22. Uh, it was like 30 years ago. So it was like he said, um, "Yeah, we want you to do this show." And I read the script and I just didn't think it was funny, and I didn't think I could make it work, and it just it just seemed kind of stupid. And I said no to it, and um, they just doubled the money. They just said, "Oh yeah, okay." We're, it was. I think they were giving me ten grand a show, with a, a, a you know six guaranteed, and they doubled it. So it had been over a hundred thousand dollars thirty years ago, and they just said, "Okay, you don't want to do it. Here's twice the money," and I. It just made me. It didn't make me feel better. It made me feel worse because mm-hmm. I realized that my opinion didn't really mean anything in the face of all that money. If they, you know what I mean, they could yeah. change your opinion. Right. And that's when I quit. I went back to Minneapolis and then like six or eight months later started Mystery Science Theater. So it was the right thing to do yeah. uh, for me. But yeah, yeah I think I mean, that's, well, that's what you meant. That's why, that's why this, this sea of people that, that, that you, you, you made your mark from not from Los Angeles and not with the help of these suits that were throwing piles of money at you, even though that was an option for you. It's always the, the, the right thing to do to follow your own compass and create. If you want to create, then you have to actually create. There are a lot of people that really that want to make a lot of money and can kind of create and they're happy yeah, to yeah. Like, 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 but they're like, I, it's, it's always like, like you have to be willing to be homeless. You have to be willing to kill yourself. Um, it, 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 that, that, 
so that there's no choice. If it's uh, entertaining, you mean you can kill yourself if you well, do yeah, it not, yeah. with the right I amount. Just, like, 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 I, I, I find I find young people like asking that question all the time. Like, well, what what should I do in this case? And what, how how do you know when you should do this and that? And it's like it's well, it kind of like you have to be a. You, you you have to know that if you tried to wash dishes, you'd just be worse at that. You'd have to be like willing to sit under a bridge and 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 just die of exposure if nobody gave you money and still like kind of as your frozen grin like sealed shut and your eyes glazed over. The last thought you'd have is like, still though, you know, I did what I wanted. And if you and if you really don't wouldn't feel that way as you died, then it's then don't like like well be a hack, you know, try to figure out how to make money. And and and, and as the that, that character in Citizen Kane says to paraphrase him, like making money is no trick if that's all you want to do. Just go do it. Go make money. It's a lot of interest. But but I don't know who is that guy that you guys like kind of like he 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 kind of had this style of. Like, I can't remember. You guys remember that roast you guys did? And, and there was a guy there who had this kind of training where he'd take you to the airport. And oh, yeah. Did, Sam Christensen, was, yeah. What was his name? Did you do Sam that Christensen, too? yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Tom, Jeff did that. That seemed, like, fascinating. Like, what was that? Like, what, what was his deal? This guy, this guy his, name, his name is Sam Christensen, and he's this, uh, he's this teacher. And it sounds like, like overly guru-y to talk about him because you talk, we talk about him in pretty high-flown tones. Uh a lot of people are like have been to him, whether they're actors or not. Uh, you go in and you find out. It, it's changed a lot since I went. Uh, but he's got this kind of pretty uh, streamlined way of you figuring out the essential qualities that you've always had and you always will have. There's things that there's compliments you've been paid your whole life and insults that you've received your whole life. And you will get them for the rest of your life. Um, if people like you, like if people like me, they might call me poised or confident. If they don't like me, they will call me arrogant or conceited or whatever. But they're talking about a certain neighborhood of, of an essential quality. Uh, and you go in there, and it's, it's very, very interesting to find out the stuff that you wish people didn't see, but they all do. And the stuff that you wish, pe- uh, that you, you wish people didn't see, but they all do. If I didn't get that right opposite-wise. The stuff that we wish we had that we don't. And the stuff that we have that we wish that we didn't have... Uh, we used to go to the airport back way, a long time ago before when you could go to the you could be at the gate without a boarding pass that's how long ago that was and you would ask a stranger to look at somebody else and check off adjectives like for you Joel standing over there and it's fucking fascinating if you gave it to five people or 500 people they would all pick the exact same words to describe you and it's really chilling. The same grouping. It's like like uh, I put on a I put on a blue sweater. I comb my hair. I put on a bow tie. Like it go back multiple times. But people who never heard me say a word know that I'm sarcastic. People from Germany. People from fucking Italy. They're sitting in LAX. Go, I, I, but, they circle the word sarcastic for me. Like it's like it's been the 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 result of a lot the cause of a lot of problems in my life. People assume I'm being sarcastic. People for but me. But it, people but, for me always uh, checked off uh, shit sprinkles, sparkles, <laughs> glitter. I fucked it. God damn it. Glitter shit. That's what I meant. He's a glitter shitter from way back. <laughs> anyway, have, have you been to glitter shitter? Oh, That's where the after party is. Uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> Here's what I'd like to do. I'd like to get some. Uh, I'd like to bring out Aaron McGathy, my uh, betrothed. Owning it. <laughs> uh, 
Thank you. Here, Scoops, you want to... Uh... Oh, yeah, here, I saw this here. Oh. It's hard to tell what's going on, but... Scoops. Scoops. Scoops with a P or Scoobs with a B? With a B. Well, I, ca- I mean, sometimes Scoobs, but I, I, Scoops. Doesn't matter. It's private. <laughs> Hello, uh, Aaron. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm owning it. <laughs> we're owning it. And we're apologizing. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry uh, uh, that I ate two quarter pounders <laughs> without telling you. Oh, it's okay. I'm sorry. I, I may have had um, some hummus with pita yesterday. Wait, it sounds like your diet's a little stricter than Dan's. <laughs> it's still it's still cheating. I didn't realize how big this space was. My my heart's a flutter. I thought it was just this this first area, and now I'm in the Coliseum. Also, there's a weird sort of uh, like Legion of Doom people that kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I know, that, that lighting's unfortunate. It very, looks like uh, very eerily lit. Sort yeah, of all, uh, look like you're all gonna go like this. Yeah. <laughs> you stand convicted of intergalactic smuggling. Yeah. <laughs> It looks like you're all about to go kill Superman. <laughs> Did you guys do something right to get this seat or something terribly wrong? It's really good. Oh, well, and, the, and the thing that's cool is they're lit for our pleasure. <laughs> yeah. There's no real practical reason they're yes. lit up there. That's for us. Yeah, they're, 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 they're top lit, so they all look like somebody from like somebody Zardoz there, or something. Somebody up there yelled out something incredibly distinct that I couldn't understand. It, it, what was that? Who was the guy that did the sci-fi? Oh, it, uh, so uh, Zardoz. Now we're getting actual oh, Zardoz quotes. Zardoz quotes. All right, awesome. Uh, so, can, so, can, we, so, can we, can we, can we, Dustin? Can you run up and mic everybody up there so they can just uh, weigh in? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so now that we, now that we have this triumvirate, uh, it, uh, uh, while we're in San Francisco because we're just passing through, I do, I, I do want before we uh, move on. I want to help one person from San Francisco, or uh, you don't have to be from San Francisco. You could be from. You could be from Mississippi. You could be from... Uh, uh, three hours later, you could be from Pacoima. And you could be from Kansas. Uh, uh, is there anybody who really feels even more so than they just want to be on stage? And wanting to be on stage is fine. Uh, but, but somebody who really feels like they're in a... Like they got a problem. They got some pain. But remember, suffering's relative. That we could help you with. I, I, uh, uh, okay. I, well, I, I mean, I can't. I can only hear you in the back. I can't see you. So, is somebody uh, walking toward the stage, or is it a cocktail person? I heard somebody say my girlfriend broke up with me. Get up here, yeah. sir. Right, come on. I think that's easy pain to access. Why don't yeah, yeah. Can you, do you, would you be willing to come up here, person that said that? No. Oh, he's, he's coming. coming. Is he coming from the from the, from the senatorial overlords up top? Here he comes. It's funny. It's funny to have to do a mad dash down for the. My girlfriend broke oh, up with yeah, me. Oh, yeah, I got it. <laughs> and then, right. and then right. it's the Price is Right. Hello. What's your name, sir? Why is somebody? Jeremy. It's Jeremy, everybody. Motherfucker, wouldn't you shake my hand? I held my hand out and he walked past me like a piece of shit. What's your name, Jeremy? You have no idea how I walked past you want, pieces of shit. Do you want him to sit here? That, yeah, yeah. Close no, no, no. We'll, 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 sit, we'll sit Jeremy at the table there. Okay, it's fine. Have a seat. All right. I do think Jeremy's safest next to me. 
Okay, Jeremy, you have you have some of the finest minds in the world up here. You're feeling you're you're feeling pain. Uh, t- t- tell us tell us about it. Give us the headlines. Uh, we were together for uh, two and a half years, and uh, she dumped me. And uh, yeah, that's basically. How did it. she do it? Over like uh, in person, over the phone, via text, email? It was very sudden. Answer what did my, she say? Answer my question, Jeremy. How did she do it? It was, it was, it was, it was in person, and uh, you know, she gave she gave a lot of reasons, but you know, the deep reason was we had communication problems. For the listener, Jeremy is closing his eyes and gesturing with a with his. That's with what his I fist. do too. And That's... he's turned away from us. I don't know why. Uh, what, what about your communication? What what did she? What was the slide you, that she made up about communication? Jerry, you want to grab grab the mic and just kind of eat it so that you're free to you can you can communicate however you want. I always I, I cover, also eat I cover it because everyone eyes would probably like to see you so we, try. We, we very much we very much loved each other, but we did not communicate. And uh, she was someone who did not talk, and I was someone who would not listen. And so there was a communication that just did not happen, even though we were both good people who loved each other very much. Jeremy, you're, you're a very handsome man. Do you know that you turn into Ray Charles when you're talking about your feelings? I got a woman! Hey, uptown! She's good to me! I, 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 did, you, did you know that you turn into a... Uh, Hank Williams the uh, second when you when, when someone you, says you're like Ray Charles, <laughs> <laughs> you have awakened all kinds of things. Are in you here. ready for some football? <laughs> are you ready? <laughs> I'm actually not ready for football. I'm, so Jeremy, how are you feeling about it now? What's your um, where are you at? Uh, you know, it's been a couple weeks, and uh, you know, my friends have really been there for me, and uh, I'm feeling okay. You know, my friends have been really good to me, and so I, I feel okay. Why, why are people calling out lying? <laughs> okay, there's a part of me that does not feel okay, but the rest of me feels great. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. She's right there. Come on up. Come on up. It's her. She's in the audience. No, no, no. Oh, we're going to bring them together right now. Is that her? A, a woman just yelled out, he comes to my work all the time. Okay. Get, get up right. here. Get up here. Get on up. All right. Annie Hall, everybody. If, I'm ready for some football. <laughs> and if we don't have a mic, we're finding enough mics until we can no, all can get on stage. Share, share with me. What's your name? Eva. 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 Eva, you have a rebuttal? I work at Boogaloo's, and this guy comes in all the time. I've never seen him with a girlfriend once. I worked there for two years. San Francisco. Oh she ordered the same thing every time. <laughs> does does uh, Boogaloo sell yeah, cruelty? Yeah, doesn't have to be <laughs> with a girl to have a girlfriend. <laughs> also, Wait, so you're- I'm just saying, this guy, he's awesome. But I don't believe he was in a long-term two-and-a-half relationship. Ah! Jesus Christ! <laughs> what in the world? There's a, there's, a, right. there's a sort of... This isn't helping the healing process. Uh, You're calling... All right, Jeremy. Plot, plot there's, there's a chamber of question. commerce of like... Yeah, so Jer- Jer- Jeremy, why, why do you think she would say that, that she doesn't believe that you were in a two-year relationship? Was this maybe a little one-sided? She, she would not believe what? I'm sorry. Say that again. Eva here doesn't believe you that you had a long-term oh. girlfriend. Hi, Jeremy. Well, so, so, so first off, let the record state, and, and you can back me up on this, I tip well. I, I am, I'm a good tipper. I'm not a deadbeat. I'm not an asshole. No, you, you are a great guy. I'm, I'm a good tipper. Okay, so. I'm just wa- I was just so, wondering, because you're, I know that I've been in a relationship 
for well over well over two years going Liar. <laughs> I am with I knew that was coming. I am with the man today. Well, <laughs> and um no, I was I well, was just <laughs> Okay. Wait, okay, no. Eva, let's uh, get these two together. Stay for a moment. Jeremy, she's she's accusing, and so are like more than one other people out in the audience. There was a, there was uh, another female voice, and I don't think I don't. There's think, at least one other. Uh, uh, I th- it, 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 it almost feels like there's a kind of consortium of local business owners that <laughs> the Chamber of Commerce hates me. That that, that in a, in a, in a, definitely a counterproductive. Uh, okay, wait. Here's the thing. She 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 said quite. Uh, succinctly that she does not believe that you had a long-term relationship and you did not leap to your defense that quickly. So, so, right. so, so You said you were a good tipper, which seems like an odd rebuttal so, to that so, accusation. I am a good like, tipper. Like, Money talks, baby cakes. <laughs> there's, there's real so, pain out there so, and a fake relationship is not one of them. <laughs> I, this is the best. So, world's best Harmon Town. <laughs> It, it ain't bad. Fucking it ain't wow. The, the, the justification... So, Joel, Joel, this show might so go three hours. Allow me... Allow me. So what, 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 the thing is that I, I actually live like half a block from Boogaloo's. So once a week, I have my, uh, my work from home day. And I usually go there. As for, we all for, do. Like, so, so I mean, so it was possible that like half the time I have been there was without my girlfriend. So if she was ex-girlfriend she is not my girlfriend she is a free woman now so, so I, I want to I want to can we put the focus back on Eva? also why would I lie about this let's like let's well, like take a second and think about this why would I lie about well, no, this uh, Jer- Jeremy I, uh, that, I wish I was I, lying about that, this that's an incredibly I wish that she that's did not helping. that's ever. not helping that is not helping that's not true that's not true that's not helping it's not true Eva I uh, I'm glad she existed. Eva I'm May glad that she you. was with me, and I'm glad that we had our. Eva, Jeremy, you're hanging yourself. Eva, why when you were when you were in the audience and you and you felt motivated to yell at that it wasn't real? What part of you is angry about him claiming that he had a relationship? Like, what is that? What does that extend from? What is that? Is that a San Francisco thing? Do you need a special certificate, or is there a? Yeah, give her the mic. Well. I wasn't trying. I I w- I never assumed you never had a girlfriend because you came in. All- I go to restaurants probably every other day by myself, Dying and I rag. and I and I have to and I have to. Yeah, I'm like I have a boyfriend. I, he just works at night, you know. Like, <laughs> you know, but um, just you could tell by his voice. I'm I'm, I'm sorry. I could just tell and. Most people that do have relationships and that have been hurt, you can just hear it in their voice that, yeah, no, I really love But it's somebody. almost as if, this is the thing that I'm curious about, because the big question is, for, as, as he points out, which I think is a valid rhetorical question, why would he lie? But I'm more, even more intrigued, why, why, would you, why, are you, why were you, com- without accusing any of you of anything, why were you compelled... That's what Aaron's asking because you. Does he come in and like ply no, this? No, 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 not because I just made one snide, rude comment to my boyfriend. Like I've never seen him with a girlfriend, and he's like, "You should say it." And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "If oh. you, if you had to guess, what do you think his? If you had to guess okay. why he would make okay. up a." So, so here's even, the thing, Maggie. My the 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 uh, the non you know Googleable. <laughs> 
version of her name, Maggie, you should you should email one, what, either Dan or Aaron and tell tell them that you exist. Uh, you're probably um, not going to be happy goodness, that I'm talking Jeremy. about you right now, <laughs> but 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 you listen to this and uh, you should you should you should prove her wrong. Oh, Boy, Jeremy. This is... <laughs> Jeremy, Jeremy, Jeremy. Actually, actually, I don't even think she. It's okay, Jeremy. Even what if you my boyfriend, my boyfriend over there. She's that my told girlfriend me. in Canada. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, hang on. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, everybody. Love at summer camp. Order, order. Okay, Eva, you came up here simply because your boyfriend fucking goaded you to come up here? <laughs> you so you have a boyfriend no who we've never he, seen. He's like, <laughs> wait, God damn it! They'll love it. You have been coming on this stage for for what? minutes and minutes, and I Fuck. have never ever seen this boyfriend. So you, you, you there actually, is a boyfriend out there. <laughs> that, that, that's, Maybe two. Nobody cares about that part of it. Uh, we we care about the fact that you have you ha- you actually have no convictions about whether he had a girlfriend or not. You just made no no made no. She did. She had like a, she had a leisurely one, and her boyfriend a was casual, like fucking fucking do some man. All right, Eva, so Eva, what do you what do you think if you had to guess? What do you think his motivation would be for making up a girlfriend? Like if when you were. <laughs> I have that anyway. <laughs> to just Maggie, well. Come on down. <laughs> I, I'm I'm sitting in the background and I've I've heard a familiar voice <laughs> coming from the balcony. So I was I, <laughs> I yeah I should have never called out anybody that feels like they may have. But been you still in love. you still feel that that, is, that he did not have a girlfriend for two and a half years. You I still, still you, don't. You stand no. you stand really? by I that. I stand conviction. by that. Yeah. <sighs> well, I, 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 all right. That would by, be so by, much okay, hang easier. On, hang on. Hang on. Like, I, hang on. Like, by show of applause right now. By show of applause. Um, first of all, let's do this a couple ways. First off, and I want this to be honest, no, no, no ironic bullshit here. People that already know Jeremy or have met him before and know him from around town, please applaud right now. Okay, three or four or five people. All right, now, everybody... You met her! Everybody else, everybody else in here, who believes Jeremy that he's heartbroken over his breakup of two and a half years? Wow, I feel I feel like we've stumbled on a very who, who, complicated. Who thinks, who thinks that there might be some uh, malarkey going on with that? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> and, and Jeremy, Jeremy, hold on. Okay, all right. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I, I, I wish they were right. Hey, Jeremy, I wish Jeremy, they were right. Jer- Jeremy, hang on. I, I'm not editorializing on that. I just wanted to see what the audience felt based on human interaction so far. I, I, no, it's clear enough. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna follow the drama, and I'm not saying they're wrong to do it, but it's like that's but, but, that's. But, but people smelled it before she did. Like, like there, there was already a feeling of that. I don't know. Well, I, I don't know about that. I know that a lo- it's like like if somebody comes up and starts saying like I love French fries. I love French fries all the time. My favorite kind of French fries. And then someone goes like, "That's what you want us to think." Like I'm gonna go like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and then if that person comes up with a hat and a sweater, and it's like, and it's like, "Ladies and gentlemen, this man pretends to like French fries." And, that's my and I'm not. I'm not saying you're. I'm not. not I, I, I'm just saying that, that we're not leaving the, until we know the fucking truth about I, I'm this. I'm just saying that. that Lock the doors, cops. Can we? Can we just point I'm out? Not, I'm not saying you're a charlatan. I'm just saying that 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 as an audience member, narratively, your your mind then goes to. We've all seen Errol Morris documentaries. Like you're fucking. Like the the, the first time bullshit is called called. You're you're on the side of the like like you you fucking yo yo. I don't know what the fuck let to it, think. Dan, what the fuck is Dan, going Dan, on? Let us, let it let us just 
Can if I... you were in love and you just got your heart broken, you would have more details than she didn't listen. I couldn't that, listen. Well, I Dan, want no, more Dan, can we, can we like, just point do, out do for a really moment? Want, the thing is, you don't from, actually want more details. Right, I, well, I could give you more details, but no one here I, wants yeah. to hear San Francisco, well, I, well, San Francisco. Detail the, lightning round. Detail lightning round. Can we, can we just put, point out for a moment... As as uh, as as somebody, and I'm sure I, I share the stage with other people who feel the same way. As somebody who spent a lot of her time heartbroken, it sounds like in San Francisco, it's a real privilege. <laughs> I yeah, mean, is I, this do, my do this is my Valhalla? <laughs> I'm queen here. <laughs> like, oh, so many breakups. But yeah, I guess detail. There's a lightning. special punch card for free uh, coffee if you. All right, detail, detail. Okay, so, so so uh, uh, somebody somebody that's better at asking questions I think than me. It would be great if we start out by just saying four super cute things that she used to do that he loved. <laughs> okay, just really okay, adorable. Okay, so, and you things. have to keep your eyes open while you're. Okay, so. So, so she was she was mildly narcoleptic, and so that's awesome. She would she would she would she would she would, she would fall asleep if left unattended, and uh, and uh, it, it, it was it was a little annoying because she always had to take naps, so it was kind of cute because we'd always take naps together. So that was, that's that's one thing. Um, let's see, uh, we would we would refer to ourselves as as mammals and just talk about how great it was to be mammals. Okay, now now we're drifting. We're drifting. No, two more, two you more. Okay, oh, lightning, God damn lightning it. Two more, two more, two more. That's All right, okay. Um, let's see. Uh, so when she would say the word cashew, it was really cute. She'd be like, cashew! I don't know. It's feeling real to me. We, we I like these, that. Is it? Salads yeah. that, like, we, we had this, cashew, we had this, like, can't this make Asian shit up like chicken that. salad that we would make that had cashews in it. <laughs> and, um, Last one. I lightning, know lightning some, round, Jeremy. Sometimes after we'd make out, we would just kind of look at each other and smile and like know that we were making each other happy and not have to say anything. Oh, man. It sounds like you just watched a Justin Long movie. I'm man. sorry. My moment isn't Either cool enough for you. Either she's real or he's a cuteness genius. Okay. Okay. Fine. This, I will, this is a I real nuance bullying I will tell you the Francisco. best moment of our relationship, and it was when I, I, had, I like, we got to go to this random event for my for my company this this like random charitable event and it was this like casino night thing that neither of us knew was going to happen and we just like it was a night of random frivolity and, and and it's just funny because like someone taught us how to play craps and it wasn't it wasn't even that like spectacular but like after all the all the time we spent all the vacations we went on and like you know all the like beautiful sunsets and all that other shit my best memory was this random ass night this is all right. so wow Wow. Okay, I wow. have a solution to, to get through okay, this and my, end this segment. Oh, yeah, let's let's okay. try. Because maybe, a, she, maybe we should have broken up. Maybe you guys are right. There's a way to, to you know, oh, yeah. Sch- Schrodinger's girlfriend can remain. Unknown. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I think box. you guys were right. I think the, we should have broken up. I think this is good. I th- the the box doesn't up. have to uh, have to ever right. come open. Schrodinger's girlfriend can be uh, uh, one thing or another. I think the the op, the thing that we can all agree on, although some people, it seems like seventy percent of the audience doesn't think he deserves it. I think we can all <laughs> we can all agree that Jeremy needs love. I do. Yes. Uh, I'm not a bad guy. This is a guy. town that definitely values. So, so the, 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 nice. there might be a, the tragic truth might be that he has a cashews, uh, cashew uh, speech impediment, having girlfriend that's a narcoleptic, and that 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 whose other Wildly. two qualities are that she just likes to kiss and then stare at him. Uh, <laughs> 
the, if, it was if, cute. In which case, bullet dodged. Like, you're going to find a better girl than that. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> truthfully, like, you're already more interesting than that. Let's thank Jeremy and Eva, everybody. Jeremy and Eva. Tell Jeremy you love him. I love you, Jeremy. Love you, Jeremy. And thank you. What, what was what was her name? Eva. 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 Thank you, Eva. I don't think I don't think there were any heroes or villains in that story. I think that was one of the most interesting. Oh, uh, thank you, buddy. And while the music is playing, God bless you, Jeremy. Let's bring our dungeon master, Spencer. Spencer Crittenden. Oh! Hey, can can you guys hear me? Am I am I audible? Yeah, can't, yeah. I can't hear myself. You can't hear yourself. When I was dating Mandy, uh, she hated yeah, right. odd numbers. Um, <laughs> she dotted all her ellipses with four periods. She loved to feed birds. She birds, crows, uh, you know, French fries in the park, and uh, she had this really weird toe. Man, when you're in love, obnoxious things are real cute. That, 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 that was no. a very interesting moment. Like, and, I, and the beauty to me is, I don't know that any of us. I mean, maybe, maybe there's a few people in the audience. Jeremy will be one of them that, that knows the exact truth about this. But there was a division there, and people felt it instantly. And is it that? Is it just that people instantly got a vibe off of him, or there was truly something that was said that sounded like like fallacious or? Both, yeah. It was, it was all of the well, above. It's also, also, Jeremy, when he speaks, he has this kind of lightness and this kind of laugh in his voice, and that makes it hard to believe. Yeah. But some people mask pain that way. And also, people coming up on stage, maybe like if for the first time, or maybe not comfortable to come up here under that kind of scrutiny, although he did seek it out himself, to come up. Pe- pe- people, people do behave strangely on microphone and, and, yeah. and, on, and under the light, so I think you have to dispense a little bit of leeway for that. Yeah. Definitely yeah. one thing we've learned in Harmon Chat is that you know, everyone's welcome up on stage. Age, but you the like like you, you kind of like because there's always a bunch of people in the audience and they know that you can kind of come up on stage when you do come up on stage you're kind of you have two strikes against you because everyone in the audience is going what the fuck i paid 20 dollars i'm not coming up on stage <laughs> fuck you you know even when we ask it's like, like 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 that's 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 a thing that you have against you and i'm not saying that's right or it's wrong but that's a thing you have against you so the, the, i feel like I, i'm just i i've already said it but like he could have said like i like chocolate chip cookies and if james earl jones came out from the back and was like no he doesn't <laughs> like that's so interesting yeah. that like your brain I, just I, goes like whoa i, I mean, think he doesn't i mean it's it's not like we're in some small town this is a, this is a big city we're in and and somebody came it turns out, out it's a little smaller yeah, than... Yeah, no. No, th- th- this, this, is, this is like our town right now. This is like... <laughs> I run the bike shop down on 3rd and Walton. And this young man's... Jacuz! Jacuz! <laughs> he never seemed in love. He's been using his broken heart to steal watches and coin purses outside my malt shop for nigh unto two harvests. And then, and, and, then, and then a gal with a sweater and a fedora came up on stage and was just like kind of semi to fully convinced that it was just bullshit. And she was an intriguing character, too. I wish the people that were listening could... could I, I, I don't know how they could see those can, people. Can we all go to... What was your supposed to call Boogaloo's? Hoobie-doobies? What was it? Hoobie-doobies. Boogaloo's? 
Is it, is, it, is it a restaurant bar? What is it? I imagine it's a place that sells balloons. That's the thing I want you to know. If you're if you're listening in New Jersey, Milwaukee, Kansas, wherever you're listening, just know that Jeremy was not a not a bad looking man, and also the girl that came up and inexplicably accused him of being a sociopath. Also, like like very put together. Like it was just weird. It was just I weird thought, to me. I thought they were. Like, gonna, like, like, I like thought me. they were going to end up together. <laughs> Didn't it seem like they I would know, end look, up hey, like? Hey, Joel, so Joel, they, they both look like characters from like a CW show or something. Like, like, they, they, they didn't. They, they, one of them didn't have an extra head or leg braces or, or like, uh, you know, was obese or anything like that. And I'm, I'm so sorry, I just offended all of our. I don't know. Leg, I, leg brace having I, obese I, listeners. I, I'm not. I'm, just, I'm not saying you're not worthy of being on a CW show. I'm just saying that. I just wish that happened so early, earlier on in the show, so we could do this for the next 17 hours. I, I'm not yeah. just, like, I one hate, tree telegraph. I didn't know. Hell. It's like it was like when, when, when Maury Povich realized that you could just do paternity tests all the time. Yeah. Now, now I just like, why isn't Harmontown just always like, okay, anybody got anything to say? Is he lying? <laughs> it's just like somebody's like, I think so. It's fuck it. Exactly it writes itself. But people, they're so much more interesting than us, John, about Dolly Parton for two hours. But, but, but the thing is, that's amazing. Like we do a show in a, in, in a Hollywood at, a, at a, in the back room of a, of a comic book store, and there's a team of people that come. We have our little Muppet show of, of regulars that come, and there's a and guy named there's a guy named Adam Goldberg that certain people love and certain people don't love, and there's this and that. Like, but like, like, like you can come all the way up to Cobb's, and there's a fucking brand new Adam Goldberg. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Um, all right, um, we, we, we don't have much time. We should probably yeah, get yeah, to the yeah. D and D while we still have a little bit of daylight. So uh, should I hand these out or what? Yeah, let's, let's hand out the character sheets if we could. For those of you who are first-timers to, uh, to Harmontown, uh, Spencer is Dungeon Master Extraordinaire. Thank you. Who has the, uh, the noble and ignominious task of trying to wrangle our dr- drug and booze-addled brains into, into once a week trying to play the same campaign of D&D. Um, last week was Super Bowl. I was, I was as drunk as I've been in Harmontown since last year when I was here at, uh, at, at the Punchline. Yeah, you were you were gone, man. No, no, no. I was fucking. I, I was Steamboat Willie, baby. I was uh, <laughs> I was Boozy McTavish, and I had, I really I can I, I I would read my notes from last week, but they're they're in Sanskrit. Okay, so Joel, you're this character named Chris DeBerg. All right. He he. Uh, aside from being a rogue, uh, uh, he also uh, created the song "Lady in Red." Wow, these notes suck. Fortunately, we have Spencer to recap for us what happened last week. Are you ready to go on that, Spencer? Ready, ready. <laughs> Yay, Spencer. When we last met, our heroes had made with... Had made with Lenev. Had met with Lenev. <laughs> this is why you don't build stuff up. Liar. No, the, you didn't. And then, the skeleton man from Tormod Tor. On the way to the city, Lenev began explaining the customs of the underworld, while Mulrain stabbed Quark for having too many hit points. After hearing a noise, Quark approached a battered hut, slaying its undead occupants and violating their corpses. Lenev led the gang into the broken city, past the crumbling walls, and into the forsaken chapel. There they met the three bone sages of Tormod Tor, who revealed to our heroes the location of the Terragon of Virtue, high upon the floating isle of paradise. 
With the Terragon, they could finally heal Krista Berg of his possession. But before the gang could leave, Lanam began began spitting and cussing, demanding that the party be brought to justice for their crimes. The Bone Sages didn't seem so enthusiastic about this, but decided to enact the rights of Telemvarna. But what were the rights of Telemvarna? And how could our party escape? And what did it mean? Is it some sort of name or something? A historical figure? We'll find out tonight. So you got all that, Joel? Yeah. Spencer, w- one quick thing. Uh, w- w- what's the thing? The, uh, the, the, the Tarragon of Virtue is on the floating Isle of Paradise, and they start invoking the rights of what? Tell him, Varna. Tell, tell him, Varna? Yeah, the Bone Sages, they're looking at you. They're looking at you, and they're saying we have to enact these rights. These rights of Tell him, Varna. Tell him, Varna! Chains as black as night fire from the shadowy rafters, striking you in the chest and sending a cold, clammy pressure into your bodies. You feel claws gripping at your very soul as dark energy envelopes you. You see several silent figures hooded in black filing into the church, standing around you in a circle. Everyone in the church is also chained by these black chains. (laughs) I I go into a barbarian rage and wrestle to try to get free of my chains. Okay. Flying into a barbarian rage, you attempt to extricate yourself from the shadowy chains. That one would have fell off the table. You rip. You rip with all your might. You rip out the chain, and with it, your soul. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, 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 I put it back in. <laughs> Rookie mistake. <laughs> with the black chains. As you rip the chain out of your body, you feel yourself die. But as you slump forward into the chain that you ripped out of your body, your soul re-enters and you feel yourself live. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Everybody, leave the chains until we figure out a better way. (laughs) What's it? What what happened? Uh, Grandpa was there. (laughs) Did you fucking die? My soul was gone, I think. I felt soulless. What was different? Um. (laughs) (laughs) Um. 130 people got a joke before I did. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I don't stab Mulrain. Okay, so we're, we're, we're tethered with black Hellraiser chains that are tethered to our souls. Yes. Do I get experience points for restating that? No. Uh, no. Hey, Krista Berg, how are you doing? I'm doing great, and I'm wondering why we're in a church. It's uh, because you've been possessed, Krista Berg, and we're trying to get the Tarragon of Virtue, which, which will release you from your possession. Okay. We're, he- we're here to help you because you've been a real weirdo lately. Should I uh, do a different voice here? Oh, I'm possessed. I'm real obnoxious when I'm possessed. Well, do you, Joel, Joel, I'm do a you, kind of goofy fucker. Oh, 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 I'm possessed with fun. That, oh, oh, I'm that, coming, that sounds, coming that, towards you and waddling around the room. Oh, oh it's fun. Well, this doesn't seem so bad. <laughs> uh, voice is identical to my dad's tickle voice. 
<laughs> I yell. Oh, here it comes. <laughs> I yell to Lenev. Lenev, what the hell's going on? Tell him Varna. That's what's going on. Hey, Lenev. Yeah. When I get out of these chains, I'm gonna fucking make your bones wish that they're that it's that their bones bones were 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 broken. Fuck. Wait. Give me a second. I'm threatening a skeleton. Wait, wait, okay. Uh, uh, I need to throw this to a room. You're gonna wish. Uh, you're gonna. You're uh, gonna wish. You're gonna. I'm, I'm gonna make your. I'm gonna make shit. Your marrow. Because what, 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 what? don't they don't have muscles or meats? Right. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna lick. No. I'm gonna lick. Hey, Lenev, when, when I get out of this, I'm gonna lick you <laughs> on your bones. Oh. I I use I use my bluff. And I look to Top Top, what's uh, one of the Torek? Tormat of Mon, Tor? Who, uh, the, you... uh, one of the skeletons. What's the skeleton? They're, they're named the same name. The Bone Sages? Yeah. Tor or Tor. Mod? Tor. Oh, that's right. You guys Thanks, are guys. listeners. Second Tor. I use Bluff and I look at Second Tor and I say, Oh, ha, hey, it's me from that class. <laughs> You're just you trying to use like so Jonathan Silverman romantic comedy pickup techniques on them. <laughs> Ashley? <laughs> Ashley from Roosevelt High? Hey! Wow, you really you really stayed thin. You- uh, this is so this is so uncomfortable because there's been a big mix up. If you could just let this chain grasp off my soul, we can have a party. The right- Roll it. I did. <laughs> the rights of Telemvarna cannot be shed so easily. Telemvarna! What are the rights of Telemvarna? It's this whole thing. <laughs> hey, um, hey, uh, hey, Tor, Tor and Mod, and Nether Tor. They look over. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna uh, pretend that I know you guys, but I will double the offer on the party <laughs> if you. If you let these chains off, if you know what I mean, and I and I I press my tongue on the inside of my cheek to to simulate the head of a dick. And I, and I explain to them that if my hands were free, I would take the left one and and encircle the hand the width of a shaft near the opening of my mouth so that that com- and move it in tandem with the tongue movement so that the net result was the appearance that I was rubbing a dick just washing my mouth with a dick just rubbing a, a hard dick Johnny was a bird dog a bird dog he really got it on with but dudes but I explain that to them verbally and I'm saying like, if you let me go like I'm yours he uh they look at you and they're like, again, cannot be shed so easily. Somebody explain to me the rights of, of, of Telemvarna. Well, Telemvarna shall watch over us all. And may sinners be shackled in darkness. The ceremony will begin soon. Will the guilty party please step forward? Uh, I, I step forward. Well, then. That's, that's literally never worked before. <laughs> Hey guys, <clears throat> I only deal with honesty. 
And uh, yeah, I'm guilty. I'm guilty of wanting to have a party. <laughs> and I, I, I take my stomach and I, I go back like I've been hit in the stomach, but I do it in a way that it's like a dick. I'm like, you can put your dick in my belly. Wait, what? <laughs> put, your, put your dick all the way in my belly. I like gyrate like there's a dick in my belly. And then I look to my friends and I, I give them yeah, yeah, yeah. No, them. You, you had to one up my mouth thing. I right, understand. Right, right. <laughs> there's only one thing bigger than a mouth, and that's your whole stomach. Yeah. And second tour, my belly button's <laughs> tight. <laughs> I well, mean, I'm Chris DeBerg, and I wasn't here tonight. <laughs> you guys know that, like, boners aren't really bones. <laughs> uh, like, skeletons don't have dicks. No, but... Well, I'm sure they by, have phantom dicks. I'm by sure, you how saying else? that, we've achieved a connection because you can tell that we're trying to give you a boner. <laughs> we never said that. Oh, no, that was me, the dungeon master. Oh, well, it's just been bothering me. What are you, backseat playing? That's like, all I... Yeah, kind of. So if you were playing, you'd, you wouldn't try to give them a boner? I mean, I... I, I mean, don't stop might, there. Tell us what you do. I might try it once, and then, you know, if it didn't work, I wouldn't try it again. That's not how you get boners, man. Like, like if, 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 if people stopped at the first attempt, the species would be extinct. Like, the first person that ever tried to get a person to have a boner, like, used a leaf. And, and it didn't work. You think the first they, they boner They used two leaves, and they got a boner, hence seven billion people. Hey, Spencer, I'd be kind of offended there's a man trying to train you in on how to have a boner. <laughs> That's what you I'm know? saying. You don't, you don't use leaves. What are you talking That's about? That's my point, too. You're just making my point. You know, statistically, someone in this room has a boner. Liar! <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy's Boner. <laughs> I, no, no. That's the only song about a guy singing about another guy's dick. <laughs> Jeremy's Boner. <laughs> oh, he has a turgid penis inside the pocket of penis <laughs> to find it. Tell him, Varna, or, or, or Bone Sages, what is she accused of? Penis Why? flow. Okay. <laughs> 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 Heart is rock inside my prayers. Oh, in the nineties, all you had to do was eat the mic. It'll sound like you were singing, <laughs> singing about a border. I take my mighty great sword and try to sever my chains. Uh, because this time I think it won't steal my soul. Well. You, you steal my soul. Son of a- you severed the chain, and uh, yeah. What? You sever the chain, and it just kind of drops to the floor and evaporates. You see the end that's on your side, shall we say? It starts slowly disintegrating towards your body. And if you looked at it, it looks like it might take about 10, 10 minutes to finish dissolving. Ah, the guys just kind of look sure. at you. They're like, I mean, I guess you could do that. That's not a good idea. I start running around in circles nervously. <laughs> All right, that happens. Can I, can I do something? Let me know when I can do something. Anybody can do anything they I wanna, want. I want to I wanna re- reduce myself. I have reduce, <laughs> reduce person. Okay. This is my go-to for getting out of... That happens. You're smaller. Yeah, so I get out, so I get out of the chains. No. I, I no? Re- no, it's, you're not like chained up. You have a chain going into your chest. 
It's like stabbing up in there and guys souls. I got a ten minute fuse that's gonna steal my soul and it's like I'm 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 a soul bomb right now. I, I, I cough to cover up me saying that I was guilty and I and I try to cut off my chains with my sword. <laughs> I am the guilty one. <laughs> and then I try to cut off my You don't quite have as much success as uh, Quark does. You you clash you clash into it. I don't know what you do with chains. You slice into it, but it just plinks off. Now, now I'm possessed. Can I read my chart if I'm possessed? Wait, read your chart? Yeah. Like, yeah, I, yeah. Well, it says here I have the power of a weapon uh, of sap. Yeah, sap. I think I'll use that. <laughs> what, uh, what do you want to use it on? I'll squirt it on the, the skeleton. It's, it's, no, it's, it's not like syrup. It's not like tree sap. Well, you don't know that. No. It's, a, it's a weapon like a thing you whack somebody. It just like means a, that you oh, fall victim to a lot of old-timey pranks. Oh, excuse me. I'm going to not use my weapon yet then. If it's, if it's not sap, I don't want to play. So, um, All right, fuck you, gaseous form. Okay. Gaseous yeah. what? What do you say, gaseous corn? Ga- <laughs> All right, fuck you, not. gaseous corn. No, gaseous form. I'm casting gaseous form. You know, yeah. it turns me into like a, a fart. You, you do that. You become a gaseous form. The one who cast it blasted. Gaseous. The, Not chain, the chain is still going into your gaseous form, and you see like a lighter glowing cloud inside of your cloud. That's your soul, man. <laughs> chain still got your soul, Jack. <laughs> I, I'm running around because I have a 10-minute fuse on my chest, and I start running looking for exits or anything, any sort of egress. For some reason, you can't seem to break the barrier of standing hooded figures ringing you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I do a cleave, a flaming sword attack through the hooded figures around me. All right. If your sword cuts them at all, it doesn't seem to have any effect. It slices through it as easily as if they were a, a gaseous form. It's embarrassing. <laughs> Guys, uh, we're running along. We got we to bring us into the station. Mod, Mod speaks up. Mod speaks up. Now, no, now tell him Varna is happening. I already said that. You must elect a defendant. Me. All I'm right. the defendant. Do it. Do it. It's not like a defendant in the other usage of the terms. It's well, more like a, like a defense attorney, really. I defend myself. All right. If you shall be the t- defendant, then tell him Varna shall continue. Varna shall continue. Wait, why are you telling me what to say? I wasn't. <laughs> I, I am the defendant, and I defend myself. I am the guilty party. Prepare My your name- case, then. All right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't what know. is my crime? That's not being how this here? works. Okay. All right. Uh, well, okay. I, I'm, so, still, I'm so, still just running around stabbing gaseous people around yeah. the room. That's still not doing anything. All right. All right. I, 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 I may I, have. I, I, I put. I put uh, cardboard paper on Leviticus's head. Leviticus. And. Lenev. Boy, what a mistake. Um, Laverne deserved more. I have a horse. Jesus. And I will do anything to protect this crew. We are on a journey searching something. And I want... Sorry? Own it. Own it. Own it or apologize. Fuck you. You... I'm on my 
my way to murder the shadow in the crowd. Uh, wow. I shall not apologize. My mother was a balloon. I love popsicles. Let's have a party. I'll go underground. I run and up and pull the chains out of her chest. As hard as I can, I pull her chains out. And I put a, 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 I, my, I put my bag of nuts in her mouth. I, can't, I, 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 I have an actual bag of nuts. I, I can't. I can't cast mirror image. Yeah, yeah. And so there's another version of me on the other side of the room. There's four more versions yeah. of you. But 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 one of them steps forward and says, "All right, that will do." <laughs> I think they've learned their lesson. <laughs> and then we all wink, and then we all jump in the air and high five. Set them free, and let's proceed. You, you, you say those things. <laughs> but, yeah. I start work. swallowing my rope. <laughs> okay. I that- use one of my other mirror image guys to go like, don't believe him. <laughs> <laughs> And, 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 the, and then the guy he's talking about goes like, fuck you. And he's like, no, fuck you. And, and the other guy goes like, I hate skeletons. And I go, vagadosh, boogabosh. And, and the other one just goes away. And I go like, you're welcome. Now, now that I've taken care of your enemy, the guy that hates skeletons. And I, and I look at second tour and I open my eyes real wide and I say, Kashu. <laughs> And then I fall, I take a little nap. All right, what's the result of all that? Come on. Uh, the first tour, he looks on you with kindness, but the other two are, are very clearly not buying this. <laughs> Why? <laughs> like Doug Benson is backstage going, I, was, I had a 10 o'clock show. Yeah. I was supposed no, to- Doug Benson is backstage going, yeah, I get it. <laughs> he's, he's the only one. Uh, the uh, uh, finishes Harmon big uh, closing monologue by Sharpie to end the show <laughs> no pressure these shackles <laughs> fasten my wrists and these chains go into my soul but there's something more powerful than wrists more valuable than souls and I refuse to tell you what it is <laughs> Because usually when someone talks about something more valuable, it usually comes down to something like the soul. But I have a case, moral, uh, and it's one in the shit, two in the pits. No, 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 no don't end no, on no, that. No, don't no, end don't on try that. to force I tried, an ending. I tried to force an ending. <laughs> I, I, well, I, uh... You prompted him for a monologue. Frost <laughs> that does zero to four damage. <clears throat> uh, Avenger, attack! Scrap! I have a, I have a hawk. Yeah, what's he attacking? Uh, 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 patriotism. <laughs> it hits. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, all right. Patriotism takes seven damage. How much more time do I have on the fuse in my chest? Like nine 
a lot, most of the time. Okay. Come on, Harmon. Can you speed it up? Can you make it, like, you two son, minutes? You son of a bitch. Because I've lost my mind, I pick up my sword and I stab myself in the throat. Yeah, I'm going to off myself, too. Uh, cliffhanger! Thank you, everybody. All right. Thank you so much, San Thank Francisco. Thank you, San Francisco. That was one doozy of a show. I want to thank Jeremy for coming up. Eva for making things the most complicated and wonderful of all time. Spencer Crittenden, Aaron McGathy, everybody. Our good friend, Joel Hodgson. Come to my show. Riffing myself a new one at the Bravo Theater tomorrow night, everybody. Yeah, go to Joel's show. And thanks for those two kids that brought me the little tiny bottle of Kettle One. That was nice of them. I can't remember their names. Oh, is that you guys? Thank you. Thank you all. You guys are wonderful. Uh, let's go find a nice place to go have a drink and uh, convene with one another, shall we? Yeah. government it is the mission of the national security agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security the nsa has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary tapped incidental recordings of private conversations from the hello beautiful i'm amy Arrett, founder of madison reed a hair color company i named after my daughter one of the things i value most in life is time Time to spend with my daughter, time to spend with family, and the time I put into my company that's reinventing the way women color their hair. The busiest, most successful women I know use Madison Reed, the amazing hair color hack. In under an hour and for less than $25, Madison Reed delivers gorgeous, shiny, multi-dimensional, healthy-looking hair with an ammonia-free formula. You'll look like you just came from a salon, but the reality is you have more me time to do what you love. Things get busy. Let us take care of you and your hair. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code NEW. That's code NEW. Try it. Love it. That's the beauty of Madison Reed.